This program is a collaboration of personal opinions and individual free thought. It does not represent the views or narrative of the mainstream corporate media hacks. Viewer discretion is advised. And here we go. From the bell tower, taking a stand for your rights, your liberties, and all the bullshit in between. You're listening to Break the Bell Podcast. Good evening, everybody. Welcome to the live version of the Break the Bell Podcast. Hello, beautiful bell breakers. Streaming every Monday night at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. If you are listening in podcast land in the future, or if you're just showing up for the first time, that's when we are, where we are, why we are, we don't know, but we someday we'll figure it out. Yeah, we're just here. We are just here. How you doing, Bill? I'm good today. How about you? Doing good. The sound seems a little off balance today, yeah. but maybe it's just my ears. But It's possible. That's all right. Um, in a hurry tonight to get things together um, because of life, life and work right. and shit, so... Uh, yeah, th- we don't do this as our main gig. No, someday, someday I would Hopefully. love to. Yes. Someday. So, I- if you want us to be able to do this as our main gig someday, uh, go like and share and subscribe and uh, uh, join the Patreon, uh, buy some merch, do all that fun stuff we tell you to do, and we'll continue to te- tell you to do here in just a couple minutes yes. because that's what we want. <laughs> that's what we need you to do it for us to do this for our main gig until then we're going to keep doing it as our, our our side gig yes um it's like our 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 side chick yes um until it's sexier than our normal but you know yes obviously <laughs> and, and much more fun and yes. more, more enjoyable but it, <laughs> it's not reality it doesn't keep a, it doesn't keep us grounded i guess no, I, uh, I don't know it's true anyways <laughs> this week i decided just kind of like I, I was uh, uh, in denial about the end of summer until yes. baseball season ended. I've been in Understood. denial about this election cycle yes. for the last, like, I don't know, well, month and a half. Because you know once it starts, months. it's not going to end. Right, exactly. And it's kind of like the end of summer. It's like once it stops, um, shit just sucks for the rest of the, <laughs> the year. So. Well, unless you're a football fan. Well, but, uh, but that doesn't make it less cold and shitty. <laughs> It doesn't. No, but typically people who like football are a little bit tougher and can take the winter and cold weather. <laughs> but do you like the winter and the cold weather? It doesn't bother me. Yeah, you're a fucking fag. <laughs> <laughs> anyways, like a British fag or <laughs> I I haven't decided. But anyways, <laughs> what I was getting at is I've been in, in denial about the whole election cycle. Like each uh week Especially during the weekend wrap-up, you're like, hey, so-and-so is running on this platform. I'm like, fuck it. I don't want to talk about that. I know. Yeah. No. I was Bill. like, hey, did you see what so-and-so said? And you're like, no, no. No, I'm not doing no. that. Jack Skellington is here, and he says, woo, with an exclamation point. Like, woo! Is that yeah, more yeah. like Ric Flair? Uh, yeah, I Probably. <laughs> That's what I, I like to picture it yes. as that. So. Yes. 
Um, yeah, so this week uh, we decided to cross the threshold into the midterm election There's season. No turning back, man. Yeah, I, I mean, we might as well get it out of the way. It's yeah. what, like, how many weeks away? Like two or three? Three, three yeah. weeks. Yeah. So, I mean, we might as well get it out of our way. It's on my uh, birthday this year. Ain't that some shit? Happy birthday to you. Right? God damn. Get more shitty politicians. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's that's what this leads to. It's not yeah. like we're getting better right. politicians. It's not like it's like, hey, uh, pick the best, the the better, the lesser of two evils. It's like, no, we're just deciding which one um, we want to spend yeah. our money for us and take <laughs> right. our money. Yeah, exactly. Um, so <laughs> that's what we get to deal with. <laughs> Jack Skellington says, hell yeah, Ric Flair, woo, I'm carrying that energy. Good. Nice. Good. If you could pass some of that energy along, that'd be great. <laughs> um, yeah, so so when I initially texted you this morning or last night, I was mm-hmm. like, hey, let's talk about the uh, Democrats' uh, Hail Mary pass into the midterms. And then yeah. the more I st- started reading, I'm like... They don't even fucking have a Hail yeah. Mary pass. They're right. just like... It, it's like the flea flicker everybody sees coming. <laughs> but it's more like they're just like kneeling. Yeah. <laughs> kneeling the ball. It's like, we got this one, we're going to kneel. It's like, you guys mm. are down six points. What yeah. are you talking about? Right, what do you yeah. mean you got this yeah. one? Why are you kneeling? You're like on the... You're like on the freaking 20 yeah. yard you're it's like it's okay, guys. We got Biden as quarterback. We got this. <laughs> yeah. So we're going to kneel. <laughs> yeah. It's like... Ugh. Um, what was what was your strategy there? <laughs> and you, you've seen the, that stupid shit in football, even. Oh, yeah. It's just yeah. like, what? Why? Why did you yeah. do that? Yeah. <laughs> why did you decide yeah. to kneel the ball at that? Like I, when it, they when like, they think that they're they got another time for another down, yeah. and they're like, we're just gonna. It, it, it's like the um the uh, coach for the the Broncos, right? Where he decides that they're gonna win it with a field a sixty four yard field goal, Holy so they start kneeling shit. it. To wind down the clock so that they can kick it, and of course the guy misses by a long why, shot. Why would but. they? Why would they rely on sixty four yards? It's like <laughs> I don't know. Maybe like get it down to fifty four yards right? or something that uh, people uh, actually have made in the past. Fifty forty. <laughs> yes. I, I I don't know. Do, maybe one attempt to. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, that's exactly what this seems yeah. like. It's like every, the whole election cycle, and we'll get into this more. The whole election cycle has been. Uh, the Democrats are like, nah, there's no problem, Jack. And yeah. then the Republicans are like, they're the problem. Vote for us. And none of them have yeah. like an actual platform right. really to yeah. stand on. Yeah. So we got all that shit to talk about. We're going to kind of jump all over the place and just see what's going on. Um, we're not political majors. We're not economic majors. So it's just going to be us just running our mouths from a a voter's level. Like, yes. what do we think the the state of current affairs looks like when it comes to this this upcoming yeah. election so so um if if you think we sound like we don't know what we're talking about it's because we absolutely do not <laughs> so don't take what we say worth anything we are just bitching about yes we're, we're like the guy at the end of the bar yeah right that's that's exactly yeah, what they, we're just, that's what yeah, this just is. running our mouths hoping yeah. somebody listens so speaking of running your mouths we can't forget to mention our coffee sponsor the sponsor of the show the official coffee of the break the bell podcast which is run your mouth coffee um they fully support your right to sit at the end of the bar and run your mouth about the politics that are going on or lack thereof politics that are going on um they support your right to free speech and to be able to say whatever the hell you want to say without fear of being canceled, without fear of being, uh, I don't know, ostracized from humanity as yeah. you know it. Uh, they also 
make a damn good cup cup of coffee, go to rymcoffee.com and tell them we sent you by using the promo code BREAKTHEBELL and you'll get 10% off your purchase plus free shipping and you'll get fresh roasted coffee delivered straight to your door. Roasted by people that support free speech, which it doesn't get much better than that. Free speech, coffee, hand in hand, America is more American than any politician will ever offer you. You ever hear a politician offer you good coffee? No. No? no you no. don't hear too many of them no. offer free speech anymore. So, <laughs> so they've got at least two legs up on yeah. all the politicians. So rymcoffee.com is delicious, and you should support companies that support your rights and support the things that you stand for, Absolutely. like Run Your Mouth Coffee. Make sure you check us out all over social media. Check out our uh, our. Merch store at breakthebell.bigcartel.com. You'll get um, opportunities to buy awesome shirts like the I Won't Eat Your Bugs shirt, um, which, speaking of, I saw a post that some, some like, school somewhere was serving mealworms. Oh, I, I don't know how real this is, yeah. but I saw a post today. So it's coming, guys. It's coming. And, and they're concerned about school shooters. Yeah. they're yeah, But they're going to serve them mealworms. Yeah. I, I, I'd be... Uh, yeah. I'd be pretty, <laughs> yeah, pretty irate if I yes. got mealworms. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You also have uh, the "We Are Not Your Pawn" shirt, um, some merch, or some logo merch, some T-shirts, some mugs, and shit. Uh, we also have the uh, "Is This Shirt Even Real?" shirt, which, in order for you to find out if it's real, you have to <laughs> order it and find out for yourself. And that's in response to our dead internet theory episode that we did like a month ago. Mm. Check out that episode; it was a fun one. It was a good one. Um. Otherwise, yeah, that's breakthebell.bigcartel.com. Yeah, just in time for Christmas. Yeah, order some shit for your your friends and family. So maybe they, especially the ones that don't buy into all the shit that we throw yes. out there. If you have some like commie friends out there or family members, buy them some of our merch and give it to them just so they ask the question, what the yes. hell is this? And you can tell them. Yes. Um, check us out all over social media. Like I said, you can find us on all the big ones at breakthebellpod is our handle. So check it out, share it far and wide, and get our name out there so we can keep doing bigger and better things and spreading the good Lord's word, or the good word of the Lord, or just either word. Just, either word. just the word. Just spread the word. Sure. I think that's about it. Jack Skellington <laughs> says, dead internet is good, but have you got to concave inverse earth yet? Is that? I'm guessing that's similar to the flat earth, but better. <laughs> I it's like flat earth on steroids. I will have to check into that. I have seen uh, bits and pieces here and there. I will have to check it out. Let's get into the show. Let's do it. When we come back, we are going to just rant about the midterm elections in our non-knowledgeable yeah. way, the best we can. Yeah. We'll be right back. What did you say? You talking to me? What what the heck are you talking about? What did you say? What did you say? What did you say? Are you talking to me? Are you talking to me? Are you talking to me? What are you talking about? What are you talking about? What did you say? What did you say? Are you talking to me? Well, maybe he was talking to me. What did you say? Talk to me. What in heaven's name are you talking about? Talk to me, talk to me, talk to me, baby! Did you just say? What did you say? You listen to me. Are you talking to me? Are you talking to me? What the 
hell are you talking about? Who are you talking to? And we're back. Bill, are you done playing uh, our show on the side over there? Yes, yes. Well, right, I, I was sharing it. Oh, was you're sharing. sharing. Yes, okay. And so I, I was just like, <laughs> I, what? why is there an echo? And then I look over and I see, no, it's just Bill playing it on yes. his phone. So midterm elections are here. Yes, and it's a big one. Right, it's, not it's like the most important ever. of ever like ever any election ever. Yes, up till this point, yes. which is all of the elections. Absolutely. Have you seen that yet? No, I have. Okay, there are articles. Can you pull that mic down just a hair? Oh. Yeah, I, 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 when I was looking this up, I saw several op-eds that are like, "This is the most important election of our, of, of my lifetime." It's oh. just like, wow. I thought the last one was the most. important. Well, it was, life. but this one's more important than that okay. one. Wow. Making it more the most important. Okay. So, how I mean, how do we get these standards? Is it yeah. is it just the polarization that is yes. it that bad that it's just like, oh my god, this could be the one. This oh, yeah. is the big one. This you, is the the well, you, you the would one think to that, end all of them. You would think that they 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 polarized so much before this. You would think that everybody's like been like, oh okay, this again. But no, people buy into it, right? So they're like, you. Women will never be... They will be sold into slavery if they don't vote for Democrats this fall. Well, is it... like, oh my gosh. But is it as bad as the 2016 where they're all wearing pussy hats? (laughs) And they're like, oh my gosh, women's rights are out the window. Is it that bad? Because... Right, right. Because they they were saying, screaming it was that bad back then. And like you said, at what point do people stop and realize... That none of it matters. Yeah. And, like and, yeah. nothing they're, has really yeah. affected they're, our they're lives not, that much. They're not going to totally take away, right? Women's rights, reproductive right? Throw rights. Throw them in the kitchen again, right? Yeah. <laughs> and they're not going to take away guns. Maybe they are going to throw women in the kitchen. That could be. I mean, I mean, maybe. Maybe that's the the whole plan this whole time. Yeah. Right. The whole plan was just to throw women back in the kitchen. Yes. Make. Women cook again. Speaking that, that's speaking our, as a the, husband whose wife just called me and asked how to take the meatloaf out of the oven. Maybe I don't more, want that. <laughs> maybe more women need to get back in the kitchen so they learn how to take the meatloaf out of the oven again and not call you at the beginning of a podcast. Right? I don't know, but that's going to be the new my new uh, campaign slogan: Make women cook again. I mean, that's I like it. The downfall like it. of humanity came when women stopped. Cooking, the, you know, you're not and left wrong. the kitchen. Yes. <laughs> We're gonna be flagged for misogyny <laughs> and terrorism. Yes. I, I don't know. Anyways, there. I mean, there's so much shit going on right now that should make this a really important election. Oh yeah. But the fact that nobody is actually doing anything right. to fix it. Yes. Means it's going to be a big nothing yeah. of an election, and, and all it is is vote for us because we're not them. Yeah, and that well, that's what the see. That's the problem is the Democrats. That's what they ran on oh, in yeah. 2020 was we're not Trump. At least yeah. we're not Trump. Vote yeah. for us, and everybody's like, oh my god, we got to vote for him. He's not right. Trump. So now, now that uh, it's 2022, yeah. two years later, they don't. I mean, they're still tr- writing that one out. They, I mean, they're still. They just finished up the whole series of. Uh, 
the uh, January six hearings. You remember mm-hmm. they were doing like an eight part series. Right. Oh yes, yes. It was gonna change. It was gonna be bigger than Top Gun two. And how much? How much <laughs> of that have you heard about going into the midterms? Either. I mean, you yeah. see the posts from the Democrats right. and stuff, but how yeah. many people oh, do yeah. you actually hear? No. That that is a sticking yeah. a talking point going into right. well well we got to vote for Democrats because of January sixth yeah. right or or the Marlago Marlago siege mm-hmm. right I mean it's out there it's being talked about but you don't hear like yeah. actual people talking about it the things you hear people talking about is uh, things really are expensive these yeah. days and I don't know for some reason when people have like lose spending power it really kind of irritates them a little bit yeah. Jack Skellington says, if I was a politician, my slogan would be, put women back in the kitchen with guns. There I like go. that. That's so much better. <laughs> Thank you for fixing that. How many men would be left? <laughs> Vote me. I am not him. Vote for I because him is not me. <laughs> yes. Yes, exactly. So, um, yeah, that just seems to be that. Th- it's just like there's so many things. Yeah. And, but- like, the top... Talking points of people. The top concern is inflation and yeah. economics, which nobody again, is are talking hand-in-hand. about. Right? I mean, the Republicans I, are. They're just saying, "Well, the Democrats." Well, suck I saw at Bernie Sanders policy. talking, and he came out and said, "The Fed is screwing everything up." Really? Yeah. What was his uh, reasoning? Because they were. Uh, yeah, it, I remember seeing that he yeah. didn't want them to raise the raise inflate the interest rate. Right. Yes. Right. On that note, though, that is just Bernie Sanders calling for more government regulation Absolutely. of the markets, which yes. is what gets us in these problems in the first place. So yes. Bernie Sanders isn't asking for solutions. He's asking to make it worse. Yeah. Let's uh, artificially keep uh, interest rates right. at Let's zero. Keep printing money. So, yeah, so we can just yeah. – I mean, that that's how the housing bubble happened mm-hmm. to begin with was because of artificial – freaking regulating or lack of regulating of of the housing market so let's just keep artificially keeping it where it's at because what could possibly go wrong if we just keep throwing dollars at it and hope it hope it sticks it was bernie carey he's got his big house yeah he right i mean you're not supposed to talk about that though bernie's uh bernie's an every man's man yeah he's an every man's man we can't talk about that my first question going into the midterms is how many times Regardless of what party you're in, because it's always the same case, like a Republican takes office and then they promise all this shit and then the midterms come around and they're like, well, if you vote for us, we're going to keep the promises that we promised two years ago. Right, right. And yeah. then a couple of years later, Democrat gets in office, makes all these promises, and then two years later in the midterms, it's like, vote for me if you want to keep right. – uh, if you want any of these promises fulfilled. It's like how many yeah. times – can we? You stand on the promises that you made two years yeah. ago and expect people to be like, "Yeah, yeah, uh, we're going to see this through," right, even yeah. though you've done literally jack shit right. towards your promises. We're we're going to fo- we're going to yeah. see this through. My, my favorite was Hillary's when she had this awesome plan, but you can only see it if you vote for her. Yeah, that's like, uh, uh, basically, I don't I don't know. You've probably seen when. People go to get hired, and they're like, yeah, I got all these business ideas for your company, but you have to hire me first. Right. It's like, well, well, give us some of them so we know if you're yeah, right. like hireable yeah. or not. It's like, well, well, no, you got to hire me first. I'm not going to give away my ideas. Mm-hmm. Why would I do that? It's just like, yeah. so we're standing on nothing. Mm-hmm. We're stand- like Your credibility is nothing because you haven't proven anything yet, right. yet we're supposed to vote for you based on 
your plan that you're not even revealing to us. Right. Yeah. That was that was Donald Trump too. Yeah. Uh I think it was it 2016 when he's like, I got a plan. It's a good plan and you got to vote for me to hear the plan. Yeah. And all, all the all the greatest people told me it was the best. It yeah, was an right, exquisite right. plan. I talked to all the top financial people and, and they all said it was the best plan they've ever heard. But he never once, yeah. like, during the election cycle, he would be like, well, can you plan. give some names? It's like, no, maybe? no, 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 I don't want you to steal my ideas because they're, the, yeah, right. they're the bigliest ideas. It's like, uh, why do people buy this shit? Yeah, yeah. Like, what, what made me decide to, I'm, I'm already fed up with this and I haven't even, like, <laughs> dug into it yet. But what made me decide today I'm going to do this is because I was at my in-laws yesterday doing, helping them out with a project. And... I hadn't even like put any stock or any thought into this, and my mother in law was like, "Are you are you gonna you ready to get out and vote?" And I was like, "I literally was like, vote for what?" <laughs> yeah, right. And she's like, "Uh, the midterm election." So I was like, "Oh yeah, that thing." It's three weeks. We got so much happening before that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like I, it wasn't even like on my. That's how off my yeah, radar right. I was. I I literally like I was just like, "What are we voting yeah. for?" And she just and at first I was thinking like for some reason like local voting which should be more important anyway absolutely because that's where things might yeah. actually change yes but yeah I was just like vote for like what what yeah. are we voting for and she's like uh the midterm elections you got to get out and vote it's like oh oh yeah the the <laughs> that thing that's supposed to make right. a difference in our lives yes yeah. I forgot about that I apologize for forgetting about that anyways back to promises empty promises yes I have in front of me which is what I want to start with, is Biden's promise tracker. I didn't even know this was a thing. Yeah, me neither. PolitiFact has a promise have tracker. this for every president? I don't know. I they don't must. know. I feel like maybe they're doing it just to kind of uh, throw Biden a bone or something. Okay. Not, not what it you're thinking. Like a, not that kind of right, bone. Okay, 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 okay. No, but um, it seems like it's just like everybody's like, well, what has he done? And they're like, well, we're going to do a promise tracker and we're going to show them that Biden keeps his promise. Biden's a man of his word. Sure. And so this is the PolitiFact Biden promise tracker. It says the Biden promise tracker monitors the mo- 100 most important campaign promises. And we are going to go through all 100 of those. <laughs> so buckle up. Like who actually <laughs> who actually has the time to yeah. go through 100 important campaign what candidate is making a hundred fucking promises in the first place? Well, no, no, no. Remember, I think Trump didn't he do the hundred days? Well, everybody does a hundred. Oh, hundred promises, a hundred days. Yes, yes, exactly. <laughs> sounds sounds like a really bad movie. <laughs> Biden said his top priorities were fighting the coronavirus, improving the economy, responding to calls for racial justice, and combating climate change. Okay, so first of all, those right there. Yes. Besides improving the economy, are so like subjective. Yes, yes. Like, how do you measure fighting coronavirus? Yes. Well, you don't see anybody here with it. Do on you? A, yeah. On a <laughs> uh, well, I, I guess. Boom! It, check. I, uh, we'll just stop. You know, if we just stop testing people so much, they, we won't have so many. Right. Yeah. Who said that? <laughs> that Donald Trump, and they yeah, told right. him he was a fucking yeah, idiot. Right. What did well, Biden okay, do? Trump, yeah. Biden stopped testing yeah. people as often, and it's gone down. And yeah. He had his State of the Union. He's like, "We beat Corona. It's, it's over, guys. We beat it." And then everybody's like, "Um, you you shouldn't say that." Yeah. So, or uh, racial justice, like. Responding to calls for yeah. racial justice. Well, you haven't seen BLM on the street, have you? I mean, that's true. Boom. Well, how do you measure Check. that? Like, <laughs> exactly. it's not even saying like increasing racial yeah. justice. It's just responding to calls. Yeah. So, what is that? Just like you, you I hear you. 
I hear you. You yep. haven't seen a police officer shoot a black man recently, have you? Uh, <laughs> yeah, probably. Just not on the news. Right. Uh, but again, responding to calls. It's not Yeah. Prom- it's not like he in- did anything. It's just like, I hear what you're saying. Yes. And respond to check. Resp- yeah. Check. <laughs> check that box wow, off. This president thing's easy. <laughs> Combating climate change. Yeah. How do you measure that? Yeah. Well, Specifically from a People president. are using less gas now, right? <laughs> yeah, because it's more expensive. I guess if you increase gas prices, Check. people drive less. And <laughs> exactly. The, yeah, there you go. There you go. <laughs> Whether they want to or not, they are driving much less. Um, Jack Skellington says, uh, racial justice equals media tone down their bullshit for a minute. Right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's all this is. Uh, he also says racial justice. So we're going to repeal the Equal Opportunity Act now. Now let's not get uh, racist. Now, now you're going to get us kicked off for being racist. Yeah, no, I I 100% agree with that. Like, we, that that's not we're we're, we're going to stay away from that because that's going to be an hour conversation, yeah. and we got some things to talk about. <laughs> Anyways, let's get into this promise tracker. It says uh, it says the pro uh promise. So this is broken down to promise kept, promise broken, compromise, stalled, in the works, or not yet rated. We rate the promise not on the president's intentions or effort, but on verifiable outcomes. Now remember that. We rate it on not his intentions as we look at these promises. So here's here's uh, the overall score. Promises kept, supposedly, 22%. Okay. Compromises, 6%. Promises broken, a big fat supposedly one percent. Wow, that that is impressive. That is impressive. Stalled twenty eight percent. So twenty two percent have kept, and twenty eight percent were stalled, and thirty three percent are in the works. Wow. So here are some of the promises. Top five right here. Okay. Get COVID under control. Their score, promise kept. Oh wow. Because, I mean, he said it. He yeah, said, I beat he COVID. Did. So yes. if he says it, then it's true. Yes. He beat COVID. Wow. So promise kept. Right Good when job, he said Joe. that, right when he said COVID is over, they're like, check, kept yep. his promise. He beat COVID. Good job, Joe. So the quote says, I'm never going to raise the white flag and surrender. We're going to beat this virus. We're going to get it under control. I promise you. Wow. So it doesn't say how, right. how he beat it. Yeah. So here's the next one. Get bipartisan cooperation on the economy. Have you seen that? <laughs> no. <laughs> here's the bipartisan. Here's their score. Compromise. Mm. How do you compromise on cooperation? Yeah, right, right. Um, yeah, we'll help you. It's Check. like, well, that side said that they're going to do their thing, and that side said they're going to do their thing. So overall, it's a compromise on cooperation. They both agreed to right. not do what the other one's doing. So it's a... a a compromise. Yeah. In other words, it's a fucking fail. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Look, folks, we're going to bring the Republicans and Democrats together. No, 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 no. I mean it. And deliver <laughs> economic relief for working families and schools. I promise you. <laughs> uh, okay, so how did he accomplish that? I don't know. Like I said, it doesn't say yeah. how he did. Okay. At the top here, maybe it says on down. Yeah. Here's here's a. They have little oh, okay. subscripts of what he did. Um, so here's the get COVID under control. Is COVID-19 under control in the U.S.? Experts say yes. There you go. There you go. Uh, rejoin the Iran nuclear deal is yellow, which means if we scroll to the top, means stalled. 
Not failed, stalled. But it's Iran's own fault. Iran protests further scuttle nu- the nuclear deal. So it's stalled. I, yeah. I, 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 you could call that stalled, I guess. Yeah. That legitimately is stalled. Yes. It's well, not. But again, part of that is because they're building drones for Russia, right? And so, yeah. so we can't. That's, that's a that's a big check mark against Iran. Yeah. So, so I mean, that's it's not that, necessarily his it's fault. Not, that's not his fault. So yeah. that one's pretty legit. Yeah. Decriminalize marijuana. Biden announced a pardon for federal simple marijuana possession. We so talked that, about that. Bullshit. That one is either stalled or in in the works. I'm not sure which one they're. I, I'm calling, calling that a big fat. Bullshit. A big bullshit fail. Yeah, yeah we that, talked about that. That one. one's just a band aid to cover yeah. up, to say that he's doing something. Yeah. A lot of these are just him saying he's doing something. Right, right. Forgive student loan debt from public college and universities. I I don't know what he's this being is. Sued for this that must one. be. This is a compromise. I oh, think okay. the rainbow I, one's compromise. I'm gonna say that's a big bullshit. Biden ordered the ten thousand orders ten thousand dollars to twenty thousand dollars in student loan debt forgiveness. So there was another uh, similar scorekeeper that I read, and they said he passed this one because he did pass this. Like, it's it's a done deal. And it's like, I haven't seen that yeah. it's a done deal yet. So, no. Um, and, well, and again, he's being sued by a company because of this. Right. So. And, yeah. And he hasn't forgiven yeah. the debt. He's forgiven a small fraction of it. Double the value of Pell Grants. That one is supposedly a compromise. It says Biden signed Pell Grant increases into law, but the amount falls short of the campaign goal. So he did something, I guess. Okay. But it fell short. Provide Section 8 vouchers to low-income families to cap housing costs to 30% of their income. This one supposedly is stalled. Now, by stalled, what they mean by stalled... It says Biden has made only scant progress in expanding Section 8 housing vouchers. So that sounds like a fail to me. It sounds like a fail. Because he didn't he didn't get it to the 30% cap, and that's specifically what this promise was, and he didn't do that. So anything yeah. else I would say is a fail. Absolutely. Put the U.S. on course to net zero emission by 2050. Mm-hmm. Passed. What? Passed that one. It's green. Really? It's in green, it says. Uh, historic climate investments put the U.S. on track towards net zero emissions. Um, let's see. Increase access to affordable housing. Uh, the Inflation Reduction Act has little in the way of affordable housing. So, again. Has he seen the housing out there? Right. <laughs> Repeal the law barring Medicare from negotiating lower drug prices. Now, he did do that. I did see that. Okay. Um, let's see. I want to get to some good ones. Offer up to $8,000 tax credit for child care. Now, this one says it's stalled, hmm. but their explanation is the proposal for child care was left out of the final version of the yeah, bill. Nobody would vote for it. Is that stalled or is that failed That's at this point? That's failed. So you see how... Unless he's going to try to slip it into the next one, but as of now, it's a big as of now, zero. Again, the, what, what did we say up here? We rate the promise not on his intentions mm. or effort, but on verifiable outcomes. So the category of stalled should be <laughs> a big fat goose egg. Big fat fail based on. Oh, hey, hello! Three girls, three girls are in our city. Apparently, Ooh, get them over here. lots of them, according to. Get off our freaking feed. P a s thirty six dot fun. Don't go to that if you're listening. We do not support <laughs> no, not free girls in your city. It's in you city. In you city. <laughs> so, so again, based on their definition, this would be a fail. 
Establish an offshore tax penalty. No tax penalty targeting foreign operations in- was included in any final bill. Again, they're putting that as stalled. Yeah, that's a big fat goose. That's, that's fail. Offer universal preschool to three- and four-year-olds. Have you seen any progress on this? No, that's a goose egg. Well, they're saying it stalled because it didn't make the final yeah, cut. Because nobody will vote that's for it. That's a fail. Yes. Guarantee 12 weeks of paid family and medical leave. You seen that one? Goose egg. Uh, yeah, didn't make the bill, but that's stalled. No, that's a fail. Now, what's their definition of failed? Block new fracking on federal lands, but not ban all fracking. Joe Biden breaks his promise to ban fracking. So that one, they're wow, saying is okay. failed. Okay. Couldn't they just say it didn't make the final cut of the right. bill? Stalled. Yeah, right? stalled. What, I, I don't know. Work to codify Roe v. Wade. Stalled. Even though it says Senate Democrats fail to go f- yeah, codify, they have the say. word "fail" right there. Yeah, yeah. But they put it as stalled. Yeah, that that's a big fat fat. Well, because they can't say it's a fail, because then what's the point in voting Democrats in office, right? Uh, well, it, yeah, 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 yeah. That's what I'm so saying. So they have to say, well, it's stalled until you guys vote for Democrats. You see how they're kind of yeah. uh, shifting the numbers here to look like there's only like one uh, percent fail, but like. Thirty percent stalled, right, yeah. even though all so, of most of those thirty-five percent fail. Yeah, mo- most of those have the actual word "fail" mm-hmm. in the description. Yeah. What about uh, nominate the first black woman to the U.S. Supreme Court? We can mark that one as a win, guys. We did it. It doesn't matter that uh, the the job markets suck. It doesn't matter that yeah. inflation is through the roof and the gas prices are through the roof and your pocketbook is empty. Yeah. At least they nominated the first black woman to the Supreme Court. And did she get elected in, or voted in? Uh, did they confirm her? Yeah, or did it she says, just get nominated? This says the Senate confirmed her. Okay. I but I he only that. promised to nominate. He That's didn't true. promise he, to confirm. Yeah. So, so he could, would you consider that a fail? No, because he, no, he didn't he promise did to get her in. Right, right. Okay. Expand broadband or wireless broadband through via 5G to every American. Have you seen that? No, I, I think that's uh well, well it says signing the, the bipart yeah, yeah, they they signed it so it's a, yeah, that, that's a step toward, yeah. yeah. That's coming. Use evidence to determine COVID-19 openings and closings. I don't even know what that what means. What does that mean? CDC, oh, like schools and oh. shit. CDC issued guidance throughout Biden's first year on school openings, but did not it did but did it matter? Work with allies to develop secure private sector-led 5G networks. That's a pass, apparently. Okay. Uh, Let's see. End for-profit detention centers. That one stalled. Yeah. Even though it says, little change under Biden in use of private facilities to detain migrants. There's too much money. There's no change. There's no change at all. Um, Double the number of immigration judges and staff. That's stalled. Biden has increased but hasn't doubled. Well, he doesn't need to because he just lets them all in anyways. Uh, eliminate cash bail. Biden has barely mentioned cash bail. So that one's supposedly still. So how is it that fracking has failed for him not doing it? But this one that he hasn't even talked about yeah. isn't failed. So is I'm not that considered uh, like stalled? That, yeah, it's yellow okay. for stalled. All right, all right. So what do you. What? Uh, yeah, they're being generous. So. Yeah. 
Yeah. It, it's like when your kid can't color in the lines, but you tell them they're going to be the next next uh, <laughs> president <laughs> of the United Biden. States. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, so, so what do you think of this this rating scale here? Do you think? Yeah, I based think it's on bullshit. their standard of, we're not rating this based on his intentions, but on verifiable outcomes. Yeah. Again, how do you measure? So, like, how well, do you measure winning COVID? Well, how do you measure? Um, some of these stalled ones, like it's got to be verifiable yeah, right. and measurable. Exactly. Then when it hasn't even, happened, yeah, it's, exactly. It's a pass or fail, in yeah. my opinion. Exactly. It, it's a fail unless unless there is a bill on the table that's right. just waiting to be signed, yeah. and like Republicans are holding up. Right. When it didn't make the cut, yeah. is by their right. verbiage. Yeah. When somebody doesn't make the cut on the team. Yeah. Is that you're stalled or is that you, you failed you, you, to no, make the team? On, you're not on the fucking team. You failed to make the team. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's like, oh, well, you almost got there, guy. So maybe next year you just stalled out a little bit. Yeah. So so I would say if you put, I'd say take, so we got in the works 33%. We didn't get to a lot of in the works. So I didn't even see how there's yeah. 33%. So let's take this 28%. Let's take 20% of that 20 8%, put it over in the promise broken. So we're already up to 21%. Yeah. I would say probably take uh, 30% of the in the works and put them over there. So yeah. we're probably over 50% yeah. when it comes to I, I, unless it Unless it is passed and in the works, I would say you can't say, based on the, the outcome, you can't say that he kept that promise. Now, if you went to the average American, let's just say we took a poll today and yeah. walked down the road indiscriminately and was like, has Biden kept the majority of his promises? What do you think? Do you think they would agree with that? Maybe are they that brainwashed that maybe they do agree with it? A lot of them. Yeah, I, I think so. I think a lot. I think you're going to get more than one percent that say no, yeah. though. <laughs> no, no, absolutely. Well, and it, it depends on where too. Like here in Iowa, I, I would say that you'd probably get more than fifty percent say no. He did not keep his promises. Now, if you took this list here, door to door, and asked each person. Does this matter to you at this point? Is this influencing your vote at this point? Right. Uh, do you think many of them really give a shit about a lot of these things? No. Or at, at least to the point where it's going to get them off their ass to vote? Because most of them probably know that, yeah, it, it sounds good for him to promise free childcare and K through. Yeah. What? Well, and again, it depends on the neighborhood. Like here, your neighborhood here, I think most people would be like, um, no, this doesn't really matter to me. Well, I'm just saying, like, even if it matters to people, I think a lot of people are realizing that oh, yeah. it's not like they're going to actually fucking do that. Well, and, and that's not, again, right now, like you said, the biggest thing that people are concerned about is $4 carton of eggs, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know. well, yeah, that's what I was gonna, going to. Yeah. It's like, then you ask them, so what does matter to you? Mm-hmm. They're going to be like, well, it really fucking sucks right now because yeah. things are really yeah. expensive. Eight dollar pound of bacon. Yeah, most I mean, people can't get to these issues yeah. because they can't see them with all the yeah. the freaking financial issues yeah. in their face right now. Yeah. Be like, I, I know it. It really sucks grocery shopping that your bill's gone up like twenty bucks a week. But how much does it matter to you to get that uh, that free preschool for three to four year olds? You know right? what would help you in this financial crisis? You're knocking shit over. I know. What would help you in this financial crisis is if we gave free childcare yeah. and free preschool. It's like um, I'm 80 years old. Uh, <laughs> yes, I didn't, right. My kids graduated yeah. like 20 years ago. Yeah. What are you talking right. about? Yeah. <laughs> or it's kind of like the Inflation Reduction Act. It's like by the year 2030, we can have this under control. Yeah. It's like, 
what are you doing about it now? Yeah. Right, like, right. like, what is your short-term plan? Because that's a lot of trillions being thrown at a long-term goal Yeah, that I don't know if we're going to make it to because the short-term looks and, pretty and, grim. And like you said, and, and I haven't listened to anybody really say like what plans are, you know, what their platform is other than like um, Ashley Hinson is too liberal for Iowa, right? <laughs> I mean, that's <laughs> the platform you're standing on? Yeah, right, exactly. It's like... Do you want another liberal? Yeah, exactly. Don't vote for Ashley Henson then. Do you want a Trump yes person in the office? I mean, it's like, well, I don't know. Can they lower costs? <laughs> yeah. Who's who's here to like lower the gas prices? Yeah, I exactly. Mean, because that's the person I want to vote for. Yeah. Who's here to stop spending trillions of dollars instead yeah. of arguing over which trillions yeah. of dollars? Who's gonna going to stop spend? sending millions over to Ukraine? None of them. Exactly. Should should the Democrats be worried about their current situation? Based on all these kept promises, you think that yeah. they, they don't have much to worry about, right? Well, <laughs> no, no. I, I think they're grossly out of touch with what people want and need. So here, this is Newsweek. Is Newsweek more predominantly left or right? Left. I, I don't. They're I thought so. There's Newsweek and Newsmax. I can. Yeah. I, I always get the two. Oh yeah, Newsmax up. is right. Newsmax is far right. Yes. Like racist far right. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know about that, but anyways, um good God, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> Newsweek is saying throw all that shit out the window. The thing this is what Democrats should worry about in the midterms. The one the only poll that shows that Democrats should really worry. Mm. This from News Newsweek. First of all, I got to point out, would you like that to be your picture on the the, the cover of Newsweek? <laughs> That's very flattering. Your yes. ass in the voting booth. <laughs> all right, so this starts out, Democrats may have reason to worry about the upcoming midterm elections, according to a new poll that shows Republicans leading on two key issues heading into November. First of all, how out of touch do you have to be for a new poll as of... Uh, October 12th to point this out to you. Right. Like, for you to not realize that this is a main concern amongst voters until, what, like five days ago, four yeah. weeks going into the election, uh, to be like a a lefty news so- source, be like, oh, oh, I guess uh, they, they care about this thing. We didn't know until this poll came yeah. out. Right. It's like you're not listening. You're not listening no. to you, to your constituents. As they tend not to. It says a poll from the Washington Post slash ABC News found that the two top issues among registered voters are the economy and infl- inflation. Yeah. Which, again, those go like hand, hand in hand. Hand in hand, right. A clear and clear majorities trust Republicans more than Democrats on those issues. That's interesting. That's because they're the ones that aren't currently in office. <laughs> well, right? the, and again, it's easy to look back to like 2019 and see where the economy right. was at. Yeah. Lower gas prices, lower even though, taxes. Even though the Democrats will point at 2020, we'll just throw the yeah. economy in 2020 out the window because yeah. it was thrown out for us. Right. That was a fluke. That wasn't... Right. I mean, yes, it was political policies, yeah. but if it wasn't... If we take 2020 out the window, the first three years, I'd say, under Donald Trump were economically better than yeah, they are now. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, he did a shitty job in 2020, but he did was bouncing back by the end yeah, of it. Yeah, yeah. When people were able to go back to work, things were starting to normal out again. Yeah. It says the survey found that 85% of registered voters said the economy was either very important or one of the most important issues. And that's a shock to Newsweek. 
85%. Why is that not 100%? <laughs> right? Who's the 15? 15%? 15%? Rich people? Or, yeah. Or the or the kids that still live with their parents. Yeah. Right? People that... They're like, well, every, abortion. Every working American, if if they can't afford to feed their kids, none of the rest of this shit yeah, matters right, at absolutely. all. Absolutely. Nothing matters if you can't afford to feed yourself and your, and your family. Yeah. So if it comes to... whether It comes down to abortion rights. It comes down to uh, the green... Like uh, yeah. climate change issues, right. none of that matters if you if you yeah. can't afford to live. Yeah, the rest of it is is on the back burner. Yes. So yes, this should be should be a hundred percent. When people worry about like uh, abortion or or social issues, it's when the economy is doing well, mm-hmm. right? It's when they they have the luxury to worry about other stuff. And that that's a really good point. Um, the fact that. The Democrats are so hell-bent on focusing on the social issues, mm-hmm. but they're coming to find that people don't give two shits about that. Yeah. That should be a sign that the economy's not doing that good. Right, right. Regardless of what Joe Biden gets up with his ice cream cone and says, <laughs> right. the fact that people are less concerned about social issues and more concerned about economic issues should tell yeah. you that the economy's not doing so good. Yeah, and, and that's the problem when you have people that are in the office running the economy— that don't know how much a gallon of milk is. But Joe Biden's an everyman's man from Scranton. Right? Well, he hasn't bought a gallon of milk since the 70s. <laughs> it's true, but but he's an everyman's man from right. Scranton. Of course. So we got to take his word for it. <laughs> Says the poll was conducted from September 18th to the 21st and surveyed 908 registered voters with margin of error of plus or minus 4%. Says among those registered voters... Fifty-four percent said they trusted Republicans to do a better job on the economy. That is impressive to that, me. That is impressive. I mean, again, you know things are bad when mm. anybody that's not because I'd have to say fifty-four percent of Americans aren't Republican voters, right? But for them to admit that, yeah, they probably do a better job but, in the age of Republicans, racist, Trump, bad. You're right. For them to for somebody to. But be like, oh, they'd probably be doing a better job. When you when you look at states' governments, though, I would say probably 80-some percent of states are ran by Republicans. Yeah, probably. says 37% said they trust Democrats more. 4% said neither. And 2% said both. How can both, <laughs> how can both do better? That's the person that was high. Yes. <laughs> like both, man. It's like, what, whatever, just both. Yeah, they both do I great. understand the neither- Yes. But both makes no sense <laughs> no, to me. No, it doesn't. Said a similar, it was a similar picture when it came to parties handling inflation, with 54% of registered voters saying they trusted the GOP more, than, more on the issue. Just 36% said they trusted Democrats more on inflation, while 6% said neither, and 1% said both. Interesting. See, okay, so in this, I do trust the Republicans a little bit better with the economy, just mm-hmm. because they tend to um, open up the uh, the domestic oil drilling a little bit more, right? Mm-hmm. Lowers the ga- oil prices because there's more supply, and they tend to lower taxes. They do tax cuts t- typically, to, right? To the the big corporations, which well, whatever. But it, we well, end up getting them as well, regardless of what you think about Bush's trickle down economics. I mean. Yeah, well, there but, is a little bit to that. A little bit, yes. Yes, it is self. Uh, satisfying for him it's self uh self-serving for yeah. a politician to 
pay out, pay bank to the corporations, but it does help a little bit right. on our end. But on inflation, I would say they both suck because both of them are about spending a ton about, of money. Right, printing They're, money and just giving it out. There's nothing conservative about the conservative party anymore. No, no, hell no. Oh, I no. mean, maybe, maybe morally conservative in a right. way. Yeah. Well, but but again, Slightly, I, do but you think they really believe that shit? No, they're, they're just they, doing they, it for votes. They just run on the platform. Yeah, they don't, they don't give a shit. Um, it goes on to say midterm elections, and for that matter, presidential elections too, typically hinge on the state of the economy. So you're saying elections in general, <laughs> right? Why did you have to point both of those out? <laughs> Although there was much speculation that the abortion issue would be critical, this has largely been eclipsed by pocketbook issues, no which is normal. Again, it's like, if I don't have money, how am I going to afford yeah, an abortion? Right, so exactly. it doesn't even matter because I can't even afford abortion yeah, right. right now. So, um, yeah, that, that's just how out of touch I feel the Democrats are right mm-hmm. now. And we're going to get into their main talking points, which are solely the abortion issue right now. So uh, we'll get into that in a little bit. But according to this poll, less people care about that as much as they said they did a month ago and now are a little more attentive yeah, to their pocketbooks. Reality. It goes on, it says, and you, as usually occurs, when the economy is faltering, the incumbent president's party gets the blame. The Republicans, <laughs> Republicans don't really have to do too much in terms of a program. Other than to point the spiraling point to the spiraling debt, the profligacy profligacy don't even know what that is of the Biden administration spending and the cost of living to hammer that message home again. We said this. It was, I think it was. It, it was a few a few months ago. We 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 were kind of hinting around about the the midterm elections coming mm-hmm. up. We had said it's like. Republicans don't got to do a damn thing. Oh, yeah. They just got to be like they're failing. Vote yeah. for us. Yeah, I mean that's the, all they got to do. The party that is that is sitting in the minority is like the the backup quarterback, right? When the team sucks, they're the greatest player there is, and everybody wants them to be put out there to play mm-hmm. because the current party that's out there is sucking it up. So yes. it's like, oh well, put him in. This guy sucks, and it's like, okay, well then they get out there and they don't really have to do anything, right? Do you want to hear uh, Biden's response on people's concerns Absolutely, over the economy as he eats an ice cream cone? As What is with him in ice cream cones? Yeah, it's kind of weird. I don't know. It's got like this oral thing. It, it, does he smell his ice cream too? You know he does. Uh, this one's hard to hear because the I think they're just recording on a cell phone and you hear more of the ice cream shop than you do of Biden. But let's hear what he has to say. If you can't hear it, I'll, I'll kind of. I'll break it down for you. But this is Biden on the state of the economy today. This one more economic one. Are you concerned about the strength of the dollar right now? I'm not concerned about the strength of the dollar. I'm concerned about the rest of the world. Does that make sense? Can you explain that? Yes. Our economy is strong as hell. The internal. Okay, if you didn't hear him, he said, I'm not concerned about the fiscal dollar. I'm concerned about the rest of the world. Our economy is strong as hell. I'm glad he clarified that when they asked him to clarify it. Yes. Inflation is worldwide, worse off everywhere else in the United States. So the problem is the lack of economic growth, sound policy in other countries, not so much ours. So, again, it's really hard to hear there. Yeah, I apologize for all the background noise. I didn't record this, but I had to play it. 
Uh, so he, mostly so we could see him eating his ice cream cone while he pondered. Um, I mean, first first of all, we got to point out most politicians have their thing where where they kind of talk around mm-hmm. in circles until they find the answer, so so they can think while they're talking. Biden's thing is he takes a bite of his ice cream cone as he's thinking and pondering his next answer. Um, I, I mean, it's genius, I guess. I mean, all, all you got to do is it give for a, a nice prop. I wonder give, if he's going to have him in the debates. Give a politician an ice cream cone and he can come up with any answer. Right. So he said the problem is the rest of the world. The rest of the world's economy is not progressing. It's actually in reverse. Um, not our, it's not us, it's them. So yeah. we are hurting because of them, basically. Right. He's throwing the blame on the rest of the right, world. Right, right, right. Yeah. Which, how can you prove that it's not? Well, there's probably right? some truth to that. Uh, yeah, absolutely. But that doesn't help. Uh, that answer doesn't help no. us right. while you're eating your ice cream. Uh, I want to hear that again. So the problem is the lack of economic growth The lack of economic progress and growth in other countries, not so much ours. So it's not my fault. It's the rest of the world's fault. And right. again, that's a, that's an easy cop-out answer. Mm-hmm. And again, how do you refute that? Because, right. yeah, the rest of the world is... I'm not saying all the, the economic problems are Joe Biden's fault. No. But I'm saying his policies have done nothing to improve the state of our right. economy. And for him... To just completely bypass any responsibility of his party or of even the United States. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not our fault at all in general. It's not yeah. the Republicans' fault. It's not the Democrats' fault. It's not our fault. It's, well, obviously the war in Russia yeah. and then the lack of economic progress in the rest of the world. It's obviously uh, the fault of uh, Belarus. So, and we need well, to nuke Yeah, them. <laughs> we need to nuke Belarus because they are non combatant uh, <laughs> aggressive aggressors. non-combatant. Yes, yeah. there you go. Um, even uh, Pete Buttigieg uh, was praising the the state of the economy because Pete Buttigieg, you know the the paternity leave taking yes, r- running for governor of Texas, right? Yeah, and he's the transportation guy sure. right now. Yeah. Um, transportation secretary. He said on Sunday that uh, basically, what did he say? He said the un- the employment numbers in the country are strong as hell right now. Like emplo- unemployment, like hell. unemployment is at an all time low. Yes, uh, I'll give that to them. It's even lower than when Trump was in office. It's at like three point five now, and it's at okay. like three point seven, I think, with Donald Trump. But for Donald Trump, they said that's not that big of a thing. And the de- uh, the Republicans said, "Oh, that's fantastic!" And then now the Democrats are saying three point five is awesome, and the Republicans are saying that's not that big of a thing. You see how mm-hmm. it's just like a, a yeah. mind fuckery there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he's he's basically saying that the economy is strong because of this one specific number, the unemployment. Yeah. Maybe that's just because people have to work more well, in yeah. order to to, to to survive right now. Right. Because um, this says, uh, Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg on Sunday defended President Joe Biden's economic policy, saying that Biden administration's top economic priority is fighting inflation among or amid rising costs in food, housing, and health care. So he, he acknowledges that the top priority is fighting inflation, but he praises 
his unemployment numbers. That's all he goes off is. Hmm. Look, I don't think anybody could argue that, for example, our unemployment numbers are anything but strong as hell. Um, again, that doesn't make things cheaper. Yeah, right. Yes, that's that's a good part of the economy right, right. now. But that's not the only part of the economy. We're right. looking at like one yeah. small portion of the overall encompassing economy. Yeah. It's just like the people that point at, point to gas prices and say, "Well, that's a sign that uh, the economy sucks." Raising higher gas prices that that's not doesn't necessarily mean right. that. That could mean a sign that the uh, economy is bouncing back. Yeah, like after. After uh, the COVID shutdowns, gas prices started going up because yeah. people started driving again, and mm-hmm. uh, they had kind of cut back on their their gas reserves yeah. because people weren't driving so much. Yeah. So people start driving again, gas prices went up. That mm-hmm. doesn't mean the economy is getting right. worse. That means there, there's a chance that means the economy is yeah. doing better because it, more people are getting out there driving. And actually, I, I heard that a lot of oil companies were were laying off and, and not doing well at all because gas prices were so low because mm-hmm. people weren't driving. Yeah, exactly. So uh, rising gas prices alone don't mean your yeah. economy sucks. Yeah, we, we mentioned that a lot today even. We've mentioned mm-hmm. gas prices suck right now, but that doesn't mean the economy overall right. sucks. Just like unemployment, unemployment numbers being at an all-time low doesn't necessarily mean the economy's Doing ravishing because look at every other number, the numbers that people actually look at. Even if, even if you say the economy's doing great because of these algorithms and these spreadsheets and stuff, when people go to the stores and things are fucking expensive and it's harder to live, it, it might look great on paper, but to the average American, the economy doesn't seem to be doing so yeah. good. Right. So. Yeah, I, I guess great. Good for you on getting. They got one one mark <laughs> saying that unemployment's down. Right, but yeah, the rest of it doesn't show the same thing. Right. Well, but and if you remember, was it about a year ago? I mean, the complaint was that there is you know a, a crisis in the workforce. Yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. I mean, and I I feel like that's still going on. You I, still I feel have, like too. There's still shops that are closed. There's down. still restaurant uh, dining rooms, yeah. like fast food dining rooms, that are still closed yeah. because they can't find yeah. workers and shit. So I tried to go to Raising Cane's down in Coralville today, and the dining room was closed. God damn it. I know. I'm like, what the hell? Yeah. Um. So if if you look at other numbers, like for example, the cost of living, the cost of living this year is 5.9 percent higher than last year. That's the highest increased in the cost of living since 1983 apparently which hmm. was 7.4% at the time. So, I mean, things the cost for you to live is 5.9 times higher, not times, percent. Percent higher. <laughs> wow, that would be insane. That would be 5.9% higher than it was last year. That is also a number that goes into yeah. the overall economic look. And that is a number that I think the average American values more than uh, 3.5 versus 3.7% unemployment rate. Right, right. Yeah, if it came down to like a 30% unemployment rate versus a 5 or 3.5, yeah, then then it's like, yeah, that that's mm-hmm. that's a good sign that something is bad. Yeah. But when it comes down to like 0.2% in the unemployment rate, yeah. those numbers don't mean as much as like 5.9% higher cost of living to right. the average American like yeah. me and you. Well, at least me. I don't know no, if you're average, but... No, I'm pretty average. Experts believe next year, in 2023, the cost of living will be 
up between 8 and 10%. Oof. So considerably higher yeah. than, than this year even. So their raising of the interest rates is not really going to make a difference. Oh, what about the, uh, the Inflation Reduction Act? Right, yeah, right. <laughs> That's that supposed to actually reduce. Uh, the doesn't do anything to reduce inflation. So here's some real numbers. All right. So this is these are real numbers that Americans care about. Food prices are still soaring. Here's what's getting more expensive. This was from last month, but it, it's oh, still sure. pretty accurate. Yeah. Food prices spiked 11.4 percent this year. 11.4 percent more expensive. That's a lot. I mean, you hear it from your wife every damn day. I I got a text today. My wife went grocery shopping. She's Mm. like, everything's so damn expensive. I was like, I know. I know. I don't know what to tell you. Let's see. Egg prices soared 39.8% this year. Yeah. Flour, 23.3%. Milk, 17%. Bread, 16.2%. You know the main food groups that people go out and buy? Uh, Like... The, the basics for survival, mm-hmm. those are up anywhere yes. from 16 to 39%. Yes. I, I would get weekly reports on egg prices. Yeah, from yes. your wife? Yes. <laughs> uh, meat and poultry also grew costlier. Yeah, because they want us to eat the bugs. Yeah. I bet the price of mealworms have gone down, though. Oh, you know that. Chicken prices jumped 16.6%. Yeah, while, chicken's a little ridiculous. While meats, I'm guessing this is beef because it just says meats, rose 6.7 and pork 6.8. It just says meats. Yeah, meats. I'm guessing that's beef because yeah. those are like the three main meat groups. Um, fruits and vegetables together are up 9.4%. Overall, grocery prices jumped 13.5%. How do. Okay, so they must be averaging yeah. restaurant prices because they went up eight percent, and grocery prices up thirteen and a half percent to get the eleven point four percent average. That makes sense. But I'm more concerned about the spike in groceries yeah. over the fast food or right, the, the right. restaurant prices yeah. because those affect the everyday man right. more than the restaurant prices do. Yeah, thirteen point five percent. That's what we're going to go with. Not their measly eleven points, whatever percent. In order to fill your grocery cart, fill your yeah. cupboards, feed your kids, right. you have to make 13.5% more to get the same value that yes. you did last year. Yes. And that plays into that 8.5% cost of living that we we're talking about. Right. So, numbers that real people care about, mm-hmm. not necessarily the 0.2% mm-hmm. less unemployment rate. Yeah. Yeah, and considering there was a time not too long ago, like within the last year or so, that egg you could get a carton of eggs for like ninety nine cents. Yeah. So why are, why why do you think he's not bringing these parts up? <laughs> because he knows he knows that he he sucks. <laughs> but does it help for Joe Biden or Pete Buttigieg or whoever to stand up in front of the American people that are like? This really sucks. Does it help for those people to stand up and be like, nah, man, this doesn't suck at all. What are you talking about? We're no. doing great. The economy's through. The economy only dipped like an inch, yeah. and it's it's doing yeah. smashingly right well, now. That And again, they say, well, you know, if it's, it's corporate greed, right? We're doing what we can. We can't help that the corporations are, are greedy and, and raising prices. Right. So, right? yeah, I mean, that was the whole thing with the gas prices. Mm-hmm. Like, Joe Biden come out, and he's like, well, to fight these uh, high gas prices, the gas companies should just lower the gas prices. Right. It's like yeah. that's, not that's not how, how it works. this works because, first of all, the margin, the profit margins of the gas station industry aren't very high right. to begin with. Yeah. Second of all, 
I'm pretty sure they are regulated because when one gas station raises their prices, mm-hmm. if it was a free market society, common sense would say I would keep my prices lower for an hour. You would think so. An hour. Yeah. Because you get everybody flocking there. But no, when one yeah. goes up, you look across the street, the other one goes up the same exact you, you time. Would, yes, and you would think so. Because I remember, this was several years ago, I was doing a system at a gas station. And they. I remember the, it was like a family-owned place. Mm-hmm. And this kid comes running in and he's like, Casey just raised their gas prices. And the dad's like, go raise ours. And I'm just like, do you think that's corporate greed or what? What I I think that's dumbassery. <laughs> it is, it is. But I I feel like it's got to be somewhat regulated too. Yeah, to, a, to an extent. But but then but you it, see like Hy-Vee, right, a local go- grocery store who will do specials mm-hmm. where they'll lower their gas prices for like four hours. But again, the the profit margins. Right. Right. Yes. Like yes. If they see cases went up, they're probably like, well, gas must have went up. Right. So we're going to fuck ourselves if we keep gas prices down. Yeah. And if the gas stations lose profits, they're going to have to make it up somewhere, which is going to increase the prices yeah. somewhere else. So, and, and I know, like, I don't know if other people are like this. I, I'm not like this, but my wife will drive out of her way to go to a gas station to get gas for less. How much does she spend to drive there, though? I I, I don't know. Does it, it make up for the two cents <laughs> extra gallon? Probably. I okay. don't know. I. I I feel like the Republicans have an easy win. I, I feel like so, too. Just because... Like you said, they don't have to do anything. Well, the fact that Joe Biden is so like nonchalant about... like mm-hmm. does, it, It's not even like he's acting like he cares. Yeah. It's just like... He's eating his fucking ice cream. Yeah. It's probably a $7 ice cream cone and being like, No, oh, everything's we're, great. We're good. Everything's, yeah, everything's good. Right? No, I mean, the economy's great, Jack. Yeah. Everything's so, fantastic. If the Republicans end up sweeping, right, and they get it, and then all of a sudden there's a nice dip in prices, mm. I mean, it, does that give them the White House? Uh, I'd say probably. I mean, it, it, it depends on how much they fuck up in the next two years. I was going to say, but it, but it's also Biden. Yeah. So do they really fair. need to do anything? Right. Um, do you think – I mean – the Republicans have an easy win because they just have to say, look, it's shitty. Yeah. Look, look how shitty it is. Right. Do you think they actually do anything in the next two years if they do sweep See, to bring prices down? Or do you think they'll spend the next two years just pointing at the Democrats and be like, yeah. they gave us a shitty hand. What are we supposed to do yeah. about it? I, I, I think that's exactly what will happen. Yeah. And and if you really want us to fix things, you have to vote us into the White House. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Back to that yes. si- vicious cycle. It's like, well, if you want us to... to Live up yeah. to our promises. You got to vote for yeah. us. We, we can only do so much. Yeah, right? we only you only gave us two years. So what right. do you expect us to yeah. do in two years? <laughs> yeah, I I don't know. Maybe fix it. Do something. <laughs> yeah, anything. Right. I yeah. don't know. Yes, like help us. Help us do something. I I don't know. How do you think? How do you think the government's doing right now? Oh, I think before they we suck. get into a, br- a break, <laughs> how do you think we're doing? I I think they're sucking pretty bad. You you don't yes. think the economy is soaring the way they say? I, I don't even think it's. Close to like coming out of the hole, but is that just because we're like economically stupid and we don't see the big picture? All we are looking at is our pocketbooks, and that's very shallow that, that's, viewpoint. I mean, that's possible. I mean, it is that's a shallow possible. viewpoint. It is, but based on like that poll that we yeah. read, that's all people fucking care about say, when it comes exactly. to the economy. Who fucking cares yes. if the economy's soaring if we are poor? You could that Joe Biden could go up. <laughs> 
he can never do this. But if he could go up and like do a two-hour lecture on why the economy is actually so much better than what it was three years ago, right? Right. People don't care about that. Yeah. They care about how much their weekly grocery bill is, their weekly heating bill, their gas prices. Yeah. People don't care about the fucking GDP if, yeah. if they're making less money. Right, right, right. Or right. if they're yeah. a- not able to get steak dinner when they want to. Or, right. you know, like the overall like macroeconomic GDP, yeah. overall encompassing view of the economy doesn't yeah. fucking right. matter when and, and we e- feel it in our pocketbooks. Even if you can prove that for some reason, all the shit that Europe's going through is affecting us. Yes. It doesn't matter. Right. What are you doing to combat exactly. that? Like, what are gas prices are high? Yeah, because Saudi Arabia is uh, yeah. jacking up gas. So what are you doing here right. to, to combat that? Well, we're, we're pleading with OPEC to try to lower their, their or raise their production. While okay. we're closing down our own pipelines, right. exactly. we're closing down our own gas production. Because they don't care. Yeah. They don't care. Well... It gets us towards greener economy, I <laughs> right. guess. Right, and so. I know that's the priority. Yes, obviously. We are due for a break. When we come back, I want to talk about what the Democrats are actually focusing on when they should. You would think they should be focusing on the economy. Their, yes. their main priority right now seems to be abortion. Do you think it's because they care about abortion or because it's the only win that they see that they have. It's the only thing they got. Yes. So we'll talk about that more when we get back. We're going to take three or four minutes. Don't go anywhere. Uh, while you're at it, while you're sitting there waiting and listening to the sweet, sweet tunes, um, invite your friends along for the ride to enjoy the second half of the show. We will be right back. Have you ever thought that maybe voting, maybe all this politics constantly surrounding you is not the way to achieve freedom in your life? Hi, I'm Remso W. Martinez, and I ask myself the same question. That's why I'm on a journey to find true freedom in my lifetime. From learning about financial independence to new ways to develop rugged individualism to amazing guests living strange, crazy, amazing lifestyles that you've only thought might be real, but actually are. Go ahead and check out my new show, On the Run with Remster W. Martinez at the We Are Libertarians Network. You can find On the Run with Remster W. Martinez on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play. You know how the internet works. Come on down and let's discover how to achieve real freedom in your life together. Hey everybody, I just want to take this time to give a big shout out to the very first sponsor of the Break the Bell podcast, that is Goulash Media. They can be found at goulashmedia.net. Goulash Media specializes in graphic design, web design, audio recordings, video work, wedding videos, uh, music videos, even political campaign videos. Uh, Goulash Media caters to the little guy with the big vision. You can check them out at goulashmedia.net. That's G-O-U-L-A-S-H media.net. We're back. As soon as I unmute the mic, I like cough directly in it. <laughs> Let you know I'm here. We are back. We are talking. Well, we're kind of talking midterm elections. We haven't really. Kind of, sort of. Our, I mean, our midterm election talk doesn't really involve any of the politicians yeah, it running really matter. Midterm. Yeah, exactly. I uh, mean, like, I was like, maybe for this midterm election episode, we should dig into like some of the politicians yeah. like running. And then I was just like, 
doesn't the, fucking the matter. The only thing I saw that was interesting is was that uh, apparently uh, the the person leading in the governor race in Oregon is a Republican, and uh, the guy that's running as a in New York uh, as a Republican is like right on the ass, like closed the gap considerably, and is on the ass of the guy in New York. I, I can't remember the last time New York has had a Republican do you, do you governor. See, <laughs> God, I can't, can't, can't talk without coughing. Do you see either one of those states actually flipping? No. Oh hell no. no, no. Do you think either of them gets a Republican, or you think they just remain on the ass to? Oregon might just because that person like sucks so bad, but New York, as long as the city's there deciding, they'll never, they'll never flip. I don't know, Oregon's. Oregon was the the whole Chad Chad yeah, yeah. like lefty yeah. bullshit hippie state. Mm-hmm. So I, I I don't see really that flipping. I had seen. I think there would be riot. I think there would think literally there would be, be riots, riots yes. if it did. Flip. I had seen where people like in the outskirts of Oregon were trying to succeed secede from uh, the uh, the state of Oregon. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Were they and, trying and to part of like Idaho or Wyoming or something like that? Well, at one point they had talked about like certain parts of the rural Oregon and Northern California yeah. forming their own like more yeah. red state but I, I don't know I don't know what the rules are there I, I don't see it, it I don't see uh, maybe if a Republican president was in with a Republican Congress they would allow it yeah. but I just don't see that happening it, I, it's too I mean, valuable what are, what are the rules there really when know. it comes to rezoning states yeah because I know they talked about like for years, Illinois, like the right. the rural areas of Illinois, which is yeah. most of Illinois, yeah. has uh, talked about like splitting from like the yeah. eastern Chicago area and forming their own. Mm-hmm. It's like here, come join Iowa. Yeah, make right. It, we'll make a super state out of it. <laughs> yeah, right. Super Midwest state. Yes. Well, so. that was one of the things driving through New York. I noticed is that yeah, just I mean, just thirty minutes north of the city people had trump signs out oh yeah that's anywhere anybody you go i think yeah 20 minutes outside of any city yeah is going to be trump country which is kind of scary in its own right but (laughs) right yeah um i mean what's the alternative i guess yeah but when you consider like especially in new york where 90 percent of the state is rural it's like again it just shows what the importance of the electoral college are we all just fucking racist though when it when as soon as we get out of the the city (laughs) like that's what it seems like doesn't it (laughs) I mean, there's got to be something more than just blatant racism that describes, <laughs> like, once you get 20 minutes outside a country, you don't want anything to do with those bullshit policies that yeah. basically run your state because yeah. there's too many voices in the cities. But but do those policies, I mean, are, are they good for anybody? I mean... It's all empty promises is yeah. all it is. It's like, well, we're the, we're the voice of the, the African-American. Right. Uh, yeah. I think we're getting... I feel like I hope... Someday we get to the point where the African American community says, You're not our voice anymore. Oh, I'm not saying yeah. they should be like Kanye and go full no, blown no. Republican. <laughs> no. no, they but, should but we're they're so far in the dark ages still, okay? Here here's an example. All right. Mike Tomlin, coach of the Steelers, mm-hmm. African American, right? Coach of the Bucks, African American. Right. They asked the coach of the Bucks how it felt to play in a game with another African American coach. It's like, um, okay, this isn't the '60s, right? I mean, that's this isn't an uncommon thing, right? Why does it still matter what color the yes. coach is? Yeah, right? I mean, like, who's more racist? Yes, the the people that hire 
a, a white coach based on merit or the people that are like, how does it feel being a black coach in right, this yeah. in this league? It's like, yeah. Uh, why didn't you just ask how it felt being a coach? Yeah, in this right, league? right, exactly. I, it's, it's why, fucking... why does it matter what color I am? So let, let's get let's keep going. Let's talk about the the hot topic issues still, um, because we haven't even talked about the border. Yes, you know why we haven't talked about the border? Because nobody's talking about the border. Well, the Republicans <laughs> are. The Democrats have yet to mention the border. Huh. They are like straight hardcore ignoring the border because they know that they not only have done nothing to make the border situation better, but it's actually gotten much, much worse. Kind of going out of order, so i got to figure out where my article is. Uh, According to, I think this is Newsweek again, according to Newsweek, the border crossings are three times higher under Biden than they were under Trump. I'm really surprised Newsweek said that. Three times higher. Now, is that just because we're more open and inclusive when it comes to the borders? And it's just like, hey, uh, this is borders are meaningless. We got to let them all in. Or do you think they just, to my knowledge, they just are ignoring it harder? Yes. Because Trump was racist because of his. uh, He wanted to put a wall up. Stay in Mexico, like put the wall up. Yeah. All that shit. But Biden, Biden is not so hardcore against sending them back to to Mexico, you would think, right? Right. Well, apparently, Biden is using the same laws to send them back to Mexico and Venezuela. Interesting. That Trump was using. Because this one here, this from MSN, says, Biden uses a controversial Trump policy to deal with the influx of Venezuelan migrants at the border, even as his own Justice Department fights against the policy in court. So they're fighting this policy, but he's using this policy to send Venezuelans to Mexico. That that tells you everything you need to know. Yes. He's like, oh, this policy is bad, but while we have it in place, we're going to keep using it. It says... Um, Title 42 was invoked in 2020 under Trump to send migrants back to Mexico, citing the COVID-19 pandemic. Biden's Justice Department has been fighting the policy in court. It goes on to say, let's see, President Joe Biden is relying on this controversial policy enforced by former President Trump to deport Venezuelan migrants even as his own department fights in a court. Title 42 is a policy implemented in 2020. Um, It allowed the U.S. to turn away migrants at the southern border as a way to curb the spread of COVID-19. This past May, a federal judge blocked Biden's administration from ending the policy. So since his administration couldn't end it, he's going to use it. it. If you can't beat him, join him. Exactly. (laughs) The AP reported that despite Biden's public rebuke of the policy, he has relied on it as Republican governors bust migrants seeking asylum to Democrat-led cities. Uh, In a statement, the Department of Homeland Security said the Biden administration plans to deal with an influx of Venezuelan migrants at the border by allowing 24,000 of them who have sponsorships into the U.S. and sending the rest back across the border to Mexico. And Mexico's like, whoa, whoa, we don't want them. (laughs) Yeah. You don't want them. We don't want them. Why are you sending them here? Because right. Mexico said, for every migrant you allow, we will allow back. <laughs> so if they're only allowing 24,000, guess how many Mexico is going 24, to take? 24,000. So what happens to the rest of them? That's a great question. 
It says, uh, under the current policy, Venezuelan migrants who walk or swim across the border will be expelled, and those who illegally enter Mexico or Panama won't be able to enter the U.S., the DHS says. Those allowed to enter would have to apply for entry while outside of the U.S. Doesn't that sound similar to racist policies like the stay in Mexico policies yes. that uh, Joe, or uh, <laughs> Donald Trump implemented? Yes. yes. Like, very much blatant so. racism? Yes. Does it sound like Joe Biden's doing a bang-up job at improving the, the immigration? St- no. It sounds like he's he's dropping it all over the place. It sounds like he's just like, eh. Yeah, he's like, whatever. It, it, it sucked. It was his fault. Yeah. I'm not going to do anything about it. Again, yeah. you don't hear anything. I mean, the border was a pretty well, big deal during To show you how much he cared about it, right, kids in cages, mm-hmm. he ended up sending Harris there to take care of it, right? She, yeah, yeah. And, and, uh, and what did she do? She did a bang-up job. <laughs> she did a bang-up job. She did a bang-up job. And so he's like, okay, all right, wait, wait, okay, okay. You can't fuck this up more, Harris. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, technically, did she... I mean, three times higher. Is that... Is that a win for the Democrats, though, because they want more open borders? So, yeah, right, supposedly, right, yeah. according to Republicans, the yes. Democrats want more open borders. So, three times higher might be a win for the That's Democrats. That's true. Because do you think? Do you think? I mean, okay, he's got this whole okay, you give one, we take one type thing going with Mexico. Do you think they really care who's coming over the border? No. Or do you think they're just pretending? Like, oh, wow, that's a lot of immigrants. We might have to send some back. I mean, they don't care. Mm-mm. The only people that care are the, the cities that are having them bust in. Are like, okay, we can't handle this many people. But those are the same oh, I know. voters that yes. said Trump was racist for, know. for and that's kicking them out. But once they come to their city, it's like, why, why are you sending yeah. these people here? We meant, yeah. <laughs> we meant you take yeah. care of them. You have so much open land in Texas. It's mm-hmm. perfect for them. We don't want them in New York. Or <laughs> can you imagine... All- all the the farm help. What did Nancy Pelosi oh, say? Yes, yeah, yes. How are all these farms going to farm? Continue to farm yeah, without for, their cheap, yeah, with the cheap labor. labor. Yeah, if you don't have the immigrants, right? <laughs> it sounds like some like eighteen fifties yeah, arguments right? about ending slavery. Right. Yeah, you're going to put them on the plantation, Nancy. Yeah, <laughs> she literally wants to. Yeah. keep them on the plantation. It's like, yeah, we're fine with immigrants, but as long as they stay on the yeah, plantation. But see, that's and cool. that again, that. <laughs> That's the part that nobody else is paying attention to because it's like, oh, well, yeah, they're great for the economy. Yeah, they're great because they can put them into slave labor. And yeah, basically. Pay them $2 an hour to do something that an American would charge $9 an hour for, right? right. $15 an hour is yeah, what we're looking right, for. Right, right, yeah, yeah, right, exactly. $25 an hour, yeah. a million dollars an hour. I mean, how is that any different than the than Nike opening a factory in China to get kids it's not. to work a quarter? Exactly. It's Again, it's just... It's all self-serving is what it is. Mm -hmm. I mean, the Republicans say it's to, like, influence the votes. I think it's probably a lot to do with... the the bottom dollar yeah like uh, cheap labor i i've got a lot invested in uh yeah. <laughs> con ag or whatever right. and man it's gonna really hurt my uh uh end of the year profits yeah. or my my stock uh dividends if uh if con ag has to pay 15 dollars an hour for somebody yeah, to pick right. the cotton yeah exactly we and and plus they want to join the union yeah the the immigrants they don't want to join a union no 
No, they don't care about unions. Anyway, so that's that's the uh, the border yeah. situation. Uh, the the Republicans are pointing at it hardcore, oh, of course. Being, like with uh, shipping them to mm-hmm. Martha's Vineyard, shipping them to New York and Chicago and shit. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're making a point to oh, point yeah. it out. Yeah, but the Democrats are very very uncomfortably silent on yeah. the border situation I, I, I because they know it's a big fucking though, failure. Because you're putting it in their face. Be uh, like, look. Fucking mouse died. Yeah, um, you didn't see that on the top issues on that yeah. uh, Biden right. promise tracker thing um, because that was one of his big. Yeah. All he was concerned about was kids in cages, which yeah. he still has. So where does that line up? I, I think that's a <laughs> yeah. big fat fucking. That's fail. a big fat fail. So uh, let's let's get into what the Democrats do care about or claim to care about yes. in this year's election. Um, hang on, let me let me get back to where I was. So, this says it all. This is an op-ed. It says, it's titled, this is from the Daily Tar Heel, so I'm hoping it's from uh, North Carolina. Um, (laughs) But it's titled, this is the most important midterm election of our generation. So, this gets into the meat and potatoes. Is this an op-ed? Yes, obviously. obviously. Most important midterm election of our generation. Whose generation are we talking about, first of all? Yeah. Boomers, uh, millennials, uh, the Zers? I, I go with Zers. I, I, I'm saying boomers. You think boomers? <laughs> no. <laughs> all right. So this starts out. Republicans are proving, yet again, why this year's midterm election cycle is one of the most important of our gener- generation. It is absolutely necessary to show up and vote on Election Day. Because, obviously, uh, racism, um, fascism... Uh, Donald Trump, uh, January 6th, all those things. The, the only point here is abortion. Yes. We saw the writing on the wall, the foreshadowing of a rollback in several decades of progress. Republicans holding political office play by their own rules, then break those very rules when it lines their pro- pockets or strengthens their hold on power. I don't think you have to say Republicans here. I think yeah. you could say politicians in general, Republican or Democrat, mm-hmm. Holds political office, holding political offices, play by their own rules and break them when it lines their pocketbooks or strengthens their hold on power. That's just politics in general. general. Yes. Both sides do the exact same goddamn thing. The GOP barred former President Barack Obama's Supreme Court nominee simply because he was nominated during an election year. Four years later, Republicans forgot their own rule and confirmed Associate Justice Amy Coney Barrett. Now, we got to also point out the fact they also confirmed Katanji Brown yes. Jackson. It was no Katanji. What's her name? The, the, yeah, the, the first black yeah, Supreme yeah, yeah. Court justice. Yeah, I, yeah, Katanji. Yeah, whatever. Katanji, I, yes. I don't know her fucking name. <laughs> I shouldn't know this, but I don't. But, but then they also did but, Kavanaugh, right? Wasn't Kavanaugh during the election year? Yeah, I mean, but th- like I, they're, they're pointing out. The flagrant biasness. Yeah. But they also confirmed her. I don't know. I don't yes. know what's going on during an election year. But I guess I guess that was because it was Democrat led. But they didn't block yes. her. Yes, Kentanji Brown Jackson. That's what I said. And yes. you said no. No, I, I wasn't sure. Stupid. I wanted to Make check. Make me feel stupid <laughs> on live freaking podcasting. <laughs> Anyways, they allowed her to be confirmed. So yes. they can't really make this argument because right. Barack Obama was a long fucking time ago. Yeah. And yeah. I think the better example would be com- 
to compare it to them not blocking hers this election cycle. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, this this one makes no yeah. sense. Um, it says, if we are to codify the right to abortion and contraception and institute the same protection for other landmark decisions like Obergefell, Casey, and Griswold, they, they act like we know what these I are. I know, right? Remember good old Casey and Griswold? Uh, do you remember, That's one of my faves. Do you remember Obergefell? Oh, yeah, that was yeah, a good one. Yeah, that was a good one. This midterm election must be taken in stride. Conservative justices on the Supreme Court, such as Clarence Thomas, have made it abundantly clear that the word precedent means nothing to them. In efforts to justify overturning Roe v. Wade, Associate Justice Samuel Alito alluded that abortion was a matter to be decided by the states. Those who support this recent decision and possible overturning of these rulings argue the same. It seems easy to believe, except it isn't. So, so they're saying um, because they went out of the way to overturn uh, Roe v. Wade, mm-hmm. uh, precedent means nothing to them. Right. So, but now if they turn around and say, using this precedent, we're gonna turn overturn like gay marriage. Right. They're gonna be like, whoa, you can't do that. It's like yeah. you are arguing that precedent is what we should go by right, here. Right. Now we have precedent to go by. <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. So right. <laughs> it only. They only want precedent when it's convenient for mm-hmm. them. Yes, and and I've always thought precedent was. A dumb thing. Yeah, it's a stupid w- it, it reason is. to rule something. It is. Well, we well, did it this way back a hundred years ago because so, they said it back then. Uh, we're going to use that. Yeah. For it. So obviously, it's, like, it's a completely it. different case. Yes. On September 13th, U.S. Senator Lindsey Graham introduced a federal bill that would ban abortions after 15 weeks. How can you justify federally banning abortion and still claim it is a state's right issue? You can't. Okay, so yeah. let's break this down. First yes. of all, yes, I agree. If you are going to claim that abortion is state right, it, it goes back to the states, as the Supreme Court said, then you can't turn around and ban abortions right. on a federal level because Absolutely. you're the one that's – but on the flip side, Lindsey Graham is not the one that said that abortion was states' rights. That's the Supreme Court. Right. Lindsey Graham is a senator. Do we need to explain the difference I between so. the Senate – Yes. And the Supreme Court. I think yes, people don't know. The right-leaning Supreme Court justices, which are supposedly non-political, they're not Republican right. or Democrat, supposedly. 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 Yes. Yes, the right-leaning ones did say this, but they are not the voice of Lindsey Graham. Right. Those are two separate entities. Yes. So for Lindsey Graham to propose this bill has nothing to do with the Supreme Court Absolutely. decision. Yes. And the Supreme Court could turn around and be like, no, it's yeah. a state's issue. Exactly. We have federal has nothing to do with it now because of the precedent we say. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, so again, this article says a lot of words to make very little sense, as they do. Far-reaching federal bans aren't very states' rights of Republicans. Again, <laughs> we're we're com- putting the two in one thing when yes, they're not. They're two totally different. Things. This was disastrous decision on Graham's part. The bill will hopelessly crash and burn in the Democrat-led House of Representatives. Representatives and Senate. So why are they concerned? <laughs> because we got to make a point here. Okay. And we got to do mind, like brain gymnastics in order to make this point. But at least he is able to feel like he accomplished something with this bill. Someone should give him a participation ribbon. I'm sure somebody will. Now, what this person doesn't point out is Chuck Schumer's bill on abortion, which was we should allow all abortions all the way up to the point that they are crowning out of the vagina. Right. Knowing that that one would fucking fail, so he could 
get his participation ribbon and say, well, I tried to pass exactly. an abortion rule, but the Republicans turned it down, even though like I think it was like 80% of Americans don't agree with that, so yeah. it never would have passed to begin yes. with. It was for him to say, I did a thing, but the Republicans turned it down. Exactly. So, but they At don't, least I tried. They don't mention that in no. this article. No. It goes on to say, Graham's announcement only clarified where Republicans actually stand on this national argument. It comes with, while his party's momentum for the midterm election remains stagnant at best, with a recent overturning of Roe v. Wade playing a big role in that. I don't think everyone is paying attention to what their elected officials are voting for and against. Please help us <laughs> clarify this for yes, us. Yes, please. Let us be clear. Democrats in Congress are pushovers. They don't adequately represent the perspectives of many young voters. My faith in the president is fickle. That being said, we can look to Joe Biden's comments at the Democratic National Committee's summer meeting for guidance. Every single Republican voted against lowering prescription drug costs. Every single Republican voted against lowering health care. Every single Republican voted against tackling the climate crisis, against lower energy costs, against creating good paying jobs. Do you think Republicans are sitting back and they're like, no, we don't want good paying yes. jobs because we want the people to be poor. Yes. We want to continue to be rich. I mean, yeah, they probably are. Yeah, probably. But all of them are. Yes. All the people up there are like, we want them to stay poor so we can stay richer. But it's not that they're voting against good paying jobs. Yeah. It's they're voting against all this other bullshit that you throw right. in it, your yeah. green agenda. Yeah. Voting against the Build Back Better is their idea of voting against creating good-paying yeah. jobs. Yep, no, absolutely. it was just chock full of bullshit. Yeah, right. We've talked about it so many times, how much yeah. bullshit was in that and how much unnecessary spending. Put out a bill that just specifically creates good-paying yeah. jobs and see who votes for it without absolutely. all the other pork in there. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Impossible to do. It says, to see where you're able to vote, go to orangecounty.gov. So this is California, no, obviously. Okay. Obviously. Biden said in the DNC summer meeting, now every single American needs to return the favor and vote them out of office. So let's do exactly that. The only talking point they brought up besides don't vote Republican was abortion. Yeah. That's the only one. Yeah. The only thing on the docket for them is abortion. Right. Well, yeah, they did vote against this and this and this, but abortion. Which, if it's a state thing now, then California can do whatever they want. Yeah, who fucking cares? Right. Go exactly. do it. Go abort your babies. Exactly. Go do it now. Take them out of the high chair. So to to continue on this, on what Democrats are focusing on, apparently ad spending shows that they have spent a very disproportionately large amount of money on the abortion issue. That doesn't surprise me. Their, their whole midterm spending yeah. was primarily on the abortion issue. Says uh, Democrats are pumping an unprecedented, unprecedented amount of money into advertising relating to abortion rights, underscoring how central the message is to the party in the final weeks before November midterm elections. Is it underscoring how central the message is, or them realizing this is the only leg we have to yeah. stand on? Right. Says with most the most intense period of campaigning only just beginning. When was this? This was back in September. Okay. So with the most intense period of campaigning just beginning, Democrats have already spent an estimated $124 million in television advertising referencing abortion. That's more than twice as much as their next talking point, which is character. 
How do you campaign on character, especially as a politician? <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, good luck with that. The only character I could see them campaigning on is I'm not Donald Trump. Right. Uh, January yeah. 6th, Donald Trump, uh, who's Marjorie Taylor. Yeah. Green. Green is Donald yeah. Trump female. So that, that's the only that's character yes. thing. Right. Yeah. So the fact that their issue, their top issue, their two top issues, abortion rights and character. Where is the economy in right. all of this? Yeah. Because it says 124 million on abortion, which was twice as much as character, yeah. which so they spent 60 about 60 million. million on character. Saying they're not Trump. Yeah. So what are they spending to tell you how bang up of a job the economy's doing? Yeah. They don't want to talk about it no, because, because they know. Yeah. They know. <laughs> they, they know people nothing. are going to be like, that's bullshit. So when Biden comes in with his ice cream cones, like, yeah, strong as hell. They're like, fuck. No, he's really talking about the, the flavor of the ice cream. <laughs> yeah, right. The estimated spending figure based on the Associated Press analysis of data provided by the nonpartisan research firm at Ad Impact revealed the extent to which Democrats are betting their majorities in Congress in key governorships on one issue. That's even as large majorities of Americans think the country is headed in the wrong direction and the economy is in poor condition. The uh, advertising numbers also reveal just how sharply Republicans have shied away from the abortion issue and their paid advertising in weeks since Supreme Court. So, so the GOP is like, Let's not even talk about abortion because we did our thing yeah. and we pissed off a lot of people. Right. So let's not bring yeah. this up at all. Since you think if they were going for their voter base and their voter base was really pro-life, they'd be like, look at this thing yeah. we did. Vote for us because we'll continue to do this but, thing that you like. But they know that it was yeah. pretty unpopular. Yeah. Well, that and the fact that they know people don't care right now. And I don't give a shit. Yeah. Says since the high court's decision in June to eliminate the constitutional right to abortion, roughly one in three television ads, ad dollars spent by the Democrats and their allies have focused on abortion. Much of the spending is designed to attack Republicans on the ballot this fall who have long opposed abortion rights and are currently engaged in a state by state push to redistrict or restrict abortion rights or outlaw the practice altogether. So you see where the majority of their money is going. Yeah. It's like we got. At the time, less than 60 days till election, and their whole talking point while the economy is crashing through the toilet is, well, we're not the ones that right. ban abortion. <laughs> and they're finding that, yeah, people care, but they care more about money. Yeah, right. Money talks. Yeah. It's so bad that even Bernie Sanders has come out and been like, we got to stop focusing so much on this and focus on the real problems. Yeah. This says Bernie has come out in an op-ed for The Guardian on Monday. This is from Newsweek again. Uh, it says he wrote he was alarmed to hear from colleagues and candidates that establishment consultants and directors of well-funded super PACs are, are advising candidates to focus solely on the is issue of abortion access in closing weeks of their campaign. An issue some see as the primary contributor to the revival of Democrats' chance to retain control of the House and Senate in polling conducted over the summer. He goes on, he says, there's no question but that Democrats must continue to focus on the right of women to control their bodies. This is a fight that most Americans want us to, to wage, given Republican extremist position on the issue makes them genuinely vulnerable. But he added, it would be politically 
political malpractice for Democrats to ignore the state of the economy and allow Republican lies and distortions about the economy, about inflation, and the impacts of Democrat policies on um, the economy. Yeah. So he he was headed the right direction and saying, guys, it would be wrong of us yeah. to not bring up the economy and all of this. Then he adds in there, and allow Republicans to keep lying about how bad we're right, doing. Right, right, right. Yeah. Maybe we should do more on not allowing the Republicans to lie about us. So so as always, Bernie starts and we're like, yes. You're, you're, and then you're, all of a sudden he... You're doing it. You're, you're going. Yep. There he goes. He's going that, the right direction. Oh, oh, no. no, no. There's a, there, he pulled a there Bernie. Was, yeah, there it was. <laughs> so even Bernie Sanders, in while admitting we need to focus more on the economy... Still is denying the fact that the Democrats have anything to do with yeah. the tanking economy. So that's that's what that's what we're working with here when it yeah. comes to the midterms. Yeah. Like they're not willing to focus on the economy. No. They want to ignore it. They want to blatantly throw out there that, oh no, yeah. what you are feeling, that's not real. That's yeah. not a real feeling. Right. Like we're doing good. You just think yeah. we're right. just listening to the lies yeah. of the Republicans. Exactly. It, it, and they're the ones that support the corporations that are raising the prices yeah. on you. So right? so this is they want to cut taxes our... on the corporations. Right. So yeah. Well who's this guy? Greg Gutfeld? Oh he's uh he's a Fox guy. Okay. He came out and said that because uh, Joe Biden apparently said that the Republicans have nothing to run on. And he come out and said what we're saying. Republicans have plenty to run on. Yeah. They run on him. <laughs> yeah, right. It's like, yeah, um, our platform is we're not him. Basically what the Democrats yeah, did, did with Trump. With Trump. It's yes. like, well, we're not Joe Biden. Yes. We're not the ones that are tanking the economy right yeah. now. So vote for us if yeah. you don't like what. Except for with the, and that's ironic because. When Biden ran, you know, it was that I'm not Trump because Trump is killing people with COVID. And now the Republicans are like, well, we're not Biden because we're not tanking the economy. Yeah. So it's just back and forth. Yeah. Uh, at least I'm not them. That's, yes. That's been the political platform that's, for decades That's beautiful. Now, so. Right. Yeah. Uh, but don't worry. The Democrats have brought out their secret weapon. Yeah. Barack Obama. Oh, yeah. Barack the Obama. Gun. The big gun. Is the, the big gun. I mean, remember the 2020 election while mm -hmm. uh, um, Biden was hiding in his basement and Obama was out yes. doing all his campaigning? Yes. Obama's back on the campaign trail. The wow. interesting thing is this. Obama recently shot down cancel culture. Hmm. And this says, this is from the New York Post, rips the buzzkill Democrat, uh, buzzkill Democrats. Interesting. I find this extremely interesting that he is coming out and speaking out against like cancel culture and wokeism and shit. Yeah. Um, Considering he like kind of started it. Yeah. Well, I don't know. This is weird. Let's just read a little okay. bit. It says, former President Barack Obama took a shot uh, at cancel culture and knocked buzzkill Democrats for getting caught up in policy gobbledygook. Gobbledygook. It's official. Wow. The Democrats are caught up in gobbledygook. And I that, that was is, coming. That is the, the the real problem with the Democrat Party is all the gobbledygook. Yes. Well, this guy's going for a Pulitzer. <laughs> yes. No, this is what Obama said. Oh, Obama like said his that? his direct quote. He said gobbledygook? He said gobbledygook. Holy shit. In a new interview with the pot, with... The a pod? podcast called Pod Save America. <laughs> I, I, I I can appreciate the pun, I guess. Sure. 
Uh, it says the 44th president said the Democrats have strayed away from a message of equality to scolding on social issues. Isn't that ironic that um, in the name of equality, we scold people on and get away from equality? Yeah, completely. <laughs> we like ostracize people for social issues. Interesting. He says, my family, my kids work. Work that gives me satisfaction, having fun. Hell, not being a buzzkill, and sometimes Democrats are. I'm not sure what he's responding to here. This is like a response to a question. They didn't say what that was in Mm. response to. Anyway, um, he says not being a buzzkill is, and Democrats are being buzzkills. He said sometimes people just want to not feel as if they're walking on eggshells, and they want some acknowledgement that life is messy and that all of us at any given moment can say things the wrong way and make mistakes. Obama said, Democrats need to be able to speak to everybody about their common interests. And what works for, I think, everyone, uh, what works for, uh, I can't do my, I'm this late, is the idea of a basic equal treatment and fairness. That's an argument that's compatible with progress on social issues and compatible with economic interests. I think where we get in trouble sometimes is where we try to suggest that some groups are are more because they historically have been victimized more. Obama is coming out against the victim mentality. Yeah. Wow. The, the guy that was like, uh, well, that's just, um, that's just being a typical white person. Yeah, you didn't, you didn't make that. You yeah. didn't build it. He's blasting victim culture. Why? All right, so a couple weeks ago, I think I mentioned that Hillary's ex-advisor or whatever said Hillary might be making a run and yes. she's going to try to rein in the, the Democrat yes. Party to be more that. moderate. What What's going on here where yeah. the like the old guard of Democrats are trying to rein back in their party? Hmm. Do you think they see the writing on the walls? They're like, yeah. this isn't going well yeah, for us. Right. And if we continue down this past path, we're going to lose well, everything. But remember, remember like when Biden was getting elected, right? Was it the DNC or whatever? The, but they they came out and they like wanted to do the Pledge of Allegiance. Right, they wanted to to like say a prayer. Yeah. Right, and 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 Biden or uh, yeah, Biden was taking slack from the 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 what's the group of the ladies, the the core, the crew. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever. Uh, Anyways, the, the squad. because the yeah, squad. the squad because because he they he wasn't like capitulating to BLM, right? Uh huh. And and so it, it it and but you didn't see that again until now. Yeah. So it's like right before the election, the last time they were trying to rein in the left, then they go all crazy, and now they're trying to rein in the left again before the election. So do you think it's because they see the writing on the wall, or do you think it's because the old guard, i.e. like the Obamas, the Clintons and stuff, they see that they're losing control, they're losing their power, because they're never going to win amongst, right. well, maybe they will, but... <laughs> There's a push for younger, a younger right. generation of politicians. And yeah. the old guard's like, oh, we don't want to give up that. So, But yeah. we can't compete in the extreme left right. over here. So yeah. maybe if we bring the party back more, if if we claim we're the moderate ones, we can bring back in and regain some of that, that control. Well, yeah. I don't know. Or I or do you think they just see we're fucking no, losing I, our I, asses? Yeah, I, I think it's that. And I think you have people that, um, you know, who who associate the democratic party with, with Kennedy, mm-hmm. right. 
being like, okay, this is this is not the Democratic Party anymore. Yeah, I, I mean, mean, you, you got you, Bill Maurer out there yeah. saying this every week yes. these days, and, and you had Tulsi Gabbard just recently leave the Democratic Party because she said that they were no longer fighting for people's rights. Yeah. They were no longer fighting the good fight. Do you think? Do you think she's for the people, or you think she's self-serving in her she's choice? Politician, yeah. she's a self-server. I mean, she's not. Getting, I, the she's romantic not... in me wants to believe she's for the people, but um, I know that she's a politician. Yeah, she's. I mean, she's going to join forces with some somebody else. Yeah, and for well, apparently, she's real close with uh, Joe Rogan and Jocko. Okay, so who knows? Who knows what happens? I'm sure it won't bring any positivity to anything yeah. because. Nothing does. Politicians don't. They, <laughs> they just don't, don't make changes in your life. Which so. is a, it's horrible to think that, though. But right? it's true, though. It, it is. I mean, look it, at history shows it. Look at everything we've talked about tonight. Yes. Like hard shift from Donald Trump to Joe yeah. Biden. What has changed for the better? Nothing. What Nothing. changed for the better besides maybe gas prices? I guess for Do- yeah. from Donald Trump. And right. if you invest in the stock market, the stock market was a lot better. I right. think under Trump yeah. at the time. Yeah. So financially, there's some things better, but as far, far as like policies yeah. or like social issues, nothing changed yeah. under Trump. Nothing changed for the better for your like social right. life under Joe Biden for the better. Right. So yeah, yeah, no, nothing a politician does really changes your life that drastically. Not not on not the, for the better anyway. Well, and not on a national level, Mm-mm. right? I mean, like you had said, locally it might make a difference but nationally no it's never going to change right it's just going to keep shifting back and forth yeah that's all it does it just like hard pendulum like, to the left hard pendulum, it, pendulum it's to like the right say like uh DeSantis or Trump gets into office this next presidential election all they're going to do is sign executive orders repealing everything Biden did right and then mm-hmm. in the next come around the democrat gets elected in and they're going to sign executive orders repealing everything they did yeah. and it's just back and forth yeah that i mean we talked about that with the uh yeah the uh, presidential pencil i think we called right. it yeah, yeah. like yeah. there is no presidential pen like yeah. obama holding up his pen be like this i have the power with this pen blah 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 it's but, just like but it, when it can be erased 4 years later right 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 like trump went and erased all the executive yeah. orders that I, obama made and then on his first day biden erased like yeah. hundreds of executive yeah. orders that trump made and, and it, it's all It's all a Band-Aid. None of it actually fixes anything. I mean, the only thing that actually changed of any significance in the last 10 years, maybe, is the fact that Roe v. Wade went to the States. And we pulled out of Afghanistan. Yes. And then that 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 was was bound to happen. That was a shit show, though. It was a shit show, and it still is a shit show. And I would still argue that we have people there. Right. Even even, um, back to that original promise keeper thing that Mm -hmm. promise tracker biden promise tracker one was uh ending the forever wars and they were like undecided (laughs) like we're not sure yeah we pulled out of afghanistan but we're kind of in this ukraine thing and we still have troops all over the world so yeah Yeah. we we can't make a decision on this one yet it's too soon to tell and and, and it's almost like i mean they're never gonna they're never gonna change anything i mean they're all gonna just keep going back and forth and and that's the unfortunate part of the two party system. Yes. Um, speaking of forever wars in Ukraine, um, let's talk about Ukraine. Sure. Because this doesn't seem to really be a big issue on the midterms either. Right. For, it, for which blows my mind because, like you, the article you have there, we keep sending them money and weapons. We're spent sending another just this week another seven hundred and twenty five million dollars yeah. 
in aid to Ukraine. And you can't help me. You can't tell me that does not have any effect on the inflation here, right? You yeah. think, right? And it just keeps isolating Russia even further, yeah. and we're, we keep blaming Russia for the inflation yeah. and the econ- economic world, global economic yeah. problems, and yet we keep pushing yeah. against like some sort of de-escalation here, right? Right. By sending, like the latest I saw is. Oh, shit, what was it? It was something where I was just like, oh, that's not going to go over well. Yeah. It was just, oh, it's like Ukrainians training on NATO soil or something right, like right, that. NATO yeah. training Ukraine, so, something stupid yeah. like that. Well, I like, know oh, that I saw something about uh, U.S. Sh- sending more special operators and CIA over to Ukraine. Oh, no, they're just admitting that they're <laughs> over there. So I don't really have much to read. I'm not going to read this one. We get the point. They're sending a fuck ton of money to Ukraine. Right. And again, billions. We've sent billions to yes, Ukraine. Again, this isn't an issue that we're that yeah. the politicians at least yeah. are talking about. Right. It's like it's not serious for them. No. It's and like, well, of course we are. We're fighting for freedom. Let's watch let's watch the, this is Tucker Carlson, but let's watch this video about um Zelensky. This is from Zelensky. He's practically demanding more money oh, from the United States. I hope I don't get kicked off for playing this Tucker Carlson clip. Hopefully it's only Tucker's not a dick. It's like it's like a a minute long. So okay. let's listen to these demands from Zelensky. At this time, we have two uh, key financial needs of the country. That's $38 billion to make up for the deficit of our budget for next year, and other $17 billion that were verified by the World Bank and needed to rebuild the critical infrastructure. We need also uh, targeted credits in the amount of $2 billion to rebuild the electric energy infrastructure after the destruction and to expand our export to Europe. We need credit limits to purchase gas and coal for the uh, future heating season. The scope of this year's support uh, should be not less than $5 billion. No problem. Yeah, let me me pull that out of my ass. Some uppity foreigner in a (laughs) T-shirt demanding money for his critical economic needs? We have critical economic needs too, buddy. Who are you, troll? Go away. What? Since when does that guy have a claim on our treasury? Yeah, he gets his high pitch. He is the male right version of Rachel Maddow. They used to be on each other's shows all the time. My question here is, when did the Republicans, i.e. Tucker Carlson type, become the anti-war type? Right, right, yeah. Because it used to be the other way around. Like, the Republicans were always known to be the pro-war, the Democrats or the left were like the anti-war, like, let's stay out of foreign wars. Now it's flip-flopped, and you got Tucker Carlson saying, uh, why would we send you, why are you demanding money from us? So what what change do you think? Maybe it's, uh, it's probably Trump's relationship with Putin, obviously. Well, I mean, historically, historically, Democrats are known for sending us to war more than Republicans. I mean, with, without the except with the exception of Bush, I mean that's historically how it's gone. But it, it depends on who's in office. If Trump was in office, I'm sure Tucker Carlson would be like, "Yeah, we got to fight the commies." Yeah, yeah. We send them all the money. Yeah. Why wouldn't we send them all the money? Exactly. Yeah, yeah it's just a flip flop thing. But um, I feel like the uh, the left people ne- aren't necessarily. I mean. No. Roughly 60% of the United States still supports Ukraine in this. Yeah. But when it comes to their policies, it seems like the 
the left commoners like ourselves, not being left, but being commoners, but the left commoners aren't as happy with some of the policies as yeah. uh, the, the politicians are, because here's a brief clip of um, AOC, like voters, people that voted her in office, screaming at her for pushing us towards nuclear war. Congresswoman, none of this matters unless there's a nuclear war, which you voted to send arms and weapons to Ukraine. Tulsi Gabbard, she's left the Democratic Party because there are a bunch of war hawks, okay? You originally voted, you ran as an outsider, yet you've been voting to start this war in Ukraine. You're voting to start a thermonuclear war with Russia and China. Why are you playing with the lives of American citizens? You're playing with our lives. There will be no neighbors if there's a nuclear bomb. You voted to mobilize and send money to Ukrainian Nazis. You're so I am. Yeah. What? And these supposedly were people that voted for yeah, her. To and begin I believe with. that actually. I believe that they seem a little upset about her policies. Yeah. yeah. Rightfully so, but yeah. I mean, not enough people are because, like I said, sixty percent of the people still mm-hmm. support Ukraine and all of this. Yeah. But a boatload of them. Support, like, let's end this as quickly as possible, which is not the policies we're implementing. Right. I mean, let's be honest. I mean, sending the money over to Ukraine, it's just money laundering. Oh, it is. It's going to end up back in the Democratic Party. Yeah. Right? And and, and it's just ridiculous to me. And And they're not the only one. You know how, and Republicans are just as guilty sure. with all the money we send over to Israel and to to Pakistan and India and all that shit. You know, it's yeah. like winter. You know, I'm sure if we pulled all the money back and stopped giving money, we could probably take care of our deficit in record time. So, why do you think uh, Ukraine isn't a talking point on either side, really, when it comes to because the I, election I, cycle? I, I think they don't know how to handle it. Well, I think they both have their hands in in this. Oh, they do. They absolutely, both have their hands do. in their shit. But nobody wants to admit it. Yeah. Right. Because if you ignore Ukraine, then you look weak. Right. right? You're giving into Putin, but you're giving money to Ukraine. You're you're kind of helping, but at the same time, you're not really warmongering, right? But people disagree, and I disagree. I disagree. You're war, you're you're yeah, warmongering you're, from yeah. the sidelines, and you, you're to the point where Z- Zelensky feels entitled to a government handout. Eight, eight billion dollars, <laughs> five billion dollars. Yeah. Well, we, we yeah, we need five billion to no keep less our than. yeah no, no less, less than five for, to keep our operating costs this this year. So um, okay, pony up. No. Yeah, it's like, who the fuck no. do you think you are, yeah, man? <laughs> pretty much. It's like, uh, I'm going to have to say yeah, no, but like, we will. We, yeah, we'll give like, it to them. Oh, we will, but and we won't expect it back. Well, the thing is, it'll be like Haiti, where it's just like, yeah, we'll uh, build up, rebuild, oh, yeah, but yeah. we're going to send in our, yeah, we'll send the, our the people to do Clinton it. Clinton Foundation over to help yeah, rebuild. <laughs> yeah, that'll be fantastic. <laughs> Human trafficking went through the roof. Right. Yeah. You know, that's going to be the next... Well, isn't Ukraine supposedly like one of the like yes. the human trafficking capital of the like Eastern Europe already? I so, so, yes. I don't know. I don't know. But just I, I just... Just Bill comes, comes over. Like, there's all these things that should be key points. Clinton, like, not me. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Bill, oh. Okay. Um, there's all these key points that... Sh- or these things that should be key points in election. Like... A war yeah, that might right. lead to nuclear war, yeah. um, like uh, the economy, like uh, the border crisis, yeah. all the things that yeah. are being ignored. That actually matter. That, yes, nobody's talking about. It's like, uh, we vote for you to 
make the cha- these cha- to affect these things yeah. that are problems, and yeah. you're just more concerned about saving face yeah. during an election cycle. Like, for example, the gas prices. We talked short, briefly about Saudi Arabia. Like, we talk about, hey, gas prices are through the roof. What are you going to do? Well, we're gonna we're gonna get Saudi. We're gonna beg Saudi Arabia to keep their prices down until after right. the midterm yeah. elections. Yeah. It's all about fucking saving face. Right. It's not about yeah. uh, actually making yeah. change that affects us. It's just about, hey, make you feel good yeah. about yourself long enough to vote us back in so yeah. then we can let things and, go back to And how to do shit. they react when Saudi Arabia says, no, I don't think we're going to do that? And be like, well, you know what? We're taking all our missile defense systems out of there because you don't get those anymore. <laughs> no, we, we, we don't do that. No. Because no. they but pay they, for but those. They're, but they're talking about it. Well, yeah, they're, they're not going to no, do that. No, they're that's, not. That's not a thing. So everything, everything they're doing is just band aids, yes. like you said, yeah. just band aids on yeah, these. There's like, no real fixes on. There hasn't been any real fixes on things in the last eighty years. Yeah, gas prices in Saudi Arabia, like we said, yeah. Inflation Reduction Act is that not? That's not even a fucking band aid, in my opinion. No. Like that's just a a title to say we're doing something about this yeah. while we're really doing something else and spending all exactly. your money and yeah. actually probably increasing inflation yeah. while not really. In, lowering it at all yeah. so again i i don't know if you could call that a band-aid no. i i don't see that what about the the marijuana pardons oh that, that's just a joke yeah i mean as we talked about it's not pardoning anybody i mean it, it's not decriminalizing anything and yeah. it's probably not going to get anybody out of jail if it does it's not enough to really even yeah. like shift the scales in any way yeah like nobody's even going to see the effects yeah, of it. There right. might be and a couple no people. There's no long-term effects at all. No, because then those people could turn around, smoke some pot, and get thrown <laughs> right. back in jail tomorrow. Yeah. And, and and the United States is still going to be the number one incarceration country in the world. Yeah. What about the the ten thousand dollars a student loan band aid? Yeah. Nobody cares. Yeah. I mean the 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 kids care that might get their but. What's ten thousand dollars when you have a hundred thousand dollar loan? Yeah, no right? shit. Again, not even a blip on the radar. Yeah. None of it fixes anything at all, except for maybe convincing you to vote for them again. Right. If if your main goal as a politician is to win, then yeah. what you're doing might be okay. Yeah. But if your main goal as a politician is to implement changes that are for the better of us, like you say that you're in the, like serve the public then you're not doing a very fucking good job. No. And no. when every every election comes down to, well, vote for us or you're voting against democracy. Right. Like I got this this op-ed here. I'm only going to read one like one or two paragraphs. It says, "In four short weeks, the nation faces the most important midterm election of my lifetime." There it is again. Yeah. It's like they're on a script. Yeah. They're all on a script. It's like the most important of this generation, the most important of my lifetime, the most important in 80, like, right. it's all scripted. Yeah. You know it's a marketing campaign, oh, like, absolutely. put out there. It's probably all just yeah. put out by... And, and, and the next election will be the most important gen- one of their generations. Yes. Says, More. this year, the choice is between our democracy as we know it, which is messy, incremental, and often frustrating... Or a hard-edged, performative populism fueled by resentment, misogyny, and racism. Wow. And there you go. Populism is evil. So, democracy as we know it, or misogyny and racism? You choose. <laughs> yeah. Those That's are your two options. Choice, right? yes. There's no in-between. To have any hope of building a better future, we must make a stand here. 
again, it's like almost verbatim the last one, Mm. except this one isn't all like abortion. It probably does get into that. Oh, I'm sure. But it's like, we have to get out and vote now. Or democracy's at stake. Yeah, right. Yeah. That, that's Women your will be back in the kitchens, barefoot and pregnant. Uh, yes. No more interracial marriages. No more gay marriages. Obviously. Um, you know, blacks may not even be able to vote again anymore. You know, right? I mean, who knows? I mean, yeah, right. Says this is not traditional. A traditional contest between one set of politicians favoring progressive policies and another offering a more con- conservative vision. It is between a Democratic Party that believes voters ought to be able to make those ideological choices in a GOP that no longer believes the will of many of the American people must but be isn't, respected. Isn't that what fucking populism is, though? Yes. Right? It, it is taking going with the will of the people. So, I mean, it's like, okay, well, they're they're populists, but they're ignoring the will of the people. I mean, is How that does, even possible? That's I- irony, isn't it? It is, really. Hmm. Yes. Interesting. Well, your your populism to the other half that doesn't believe yes, in those right. ideological choices. So, so one half is is democratic and the other half is populist. Yeah, basically. <laughs> All right. Well, that makes sense. That's that's what this is. But but this side's not misogynist and racist. Yeah. I so obviously. Yeah. Obviously, that I mean that's what it comes down to. Uh, we're voting for democracy as we know it, or um, the end of the world. Yeah, as we know it. Yeah. So that that's what this comes down to. Does any of this, does any of it really fucking matter, actually? No, and does either any of it sway you? Does any of it, <laughs> no. like, make you be like, oh, shit, well, I really need to go out and vote for this side? No, none of it does. <laughs> Nothing makes me want to vote less than this voting cycle. <laughs> it's like, well, you should get out and vote because of abortion rights. It's like, man, I don't want to get out and vote. Uh, you should get out and vote because of uh, uh, the economy's going through the shitter. It's like... No, they're 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 all just wanting to spend money. Yeah. So I mean, the Republicans did it in 2020. They yeah. spent a fuck ton on oh, COVID 19. Yes. yes, and all of Donald. Like, how much did the the federal debt go up under Donald oh, Trump? Yeah, it was trillions. Yeah, it was astronomical. And then Democrats get in, and the Republicans are like, "Oh, these guys are spending a lot of money. It's causing it's inflation. Irresponsible." Yeah. Right. You, you, you know why we're called conservatives is because yeah. we conserve. It's like <laughs> yeah. you you forget that we were watching you yeah. four years right. ago. Yeah, exactly. And I think they forget that. Yeah. They forget that people actually paid attention four years ago. Well, the thing is, most of them didn't. Well, and, and that's the thing. People will watch their Fox or they'll watch their CNN and they'll take whatever bo- line of bullshit that is fed to them. Yeah, and they'll and they'll run with it, and nothing will change. No. It's not. It's not like Fox News gets on and they're like. You know, you should vote Republican because of... But if they're watching Fox News, they're voting Republican they're, exactly. anyway. They're CNN preaching the come, choir. CNN comes on and like, you know, you should vote Dem- yeah. Democrat because of uh, abortion rights. Yeah. Those people were going to do it anyway. Yeah. It, it's the people that... I mean, maybe they persuade a few of the young people yeah, that right. won it. Oh, the idealist, right? Yeah. There, there was a time where, you know, right after September 11th, where I was an avid Fox watcher. Yeah. Right? And I mean, I would not miss an episode of Bill O'Reilly. Sure. So, but in, Sean Hannity, I listen oh, to that every yeah. night on the way to Absolutely. work. Yeah. No, nope, I was there. Yeah. So, yeah, those people are, they're going to see that and be like, well, I can't imagine anybody ever voting Democrat. Yeah. Right? Right. Why would you ever do that? Or on the other side, it's like, yeah. why the fuck would you vote for these racists? <laughs> yeah, right. You know? Right. Yeah. But- it's all about emotionally charging the yes. young people, yes, or the old people. I think yeah. the Republicans 
emotionally charged the old people. Yeah. And uh, Democrats emotionally charged the young right. people. And they hope they can pull in a few grannies over here <laughs> that, that don't want the gays yeah, right. in office. And then the Democrats over here are like, well, do you want people telling you which bathroom you have to use? Right. If not, then you better go vote. I yeah. mean, it's all identity politics it on is. both sides. It you is. can't say it's just the woke left that's yeah. an identity politics. And, and it's there's on not, both sides. And there's not one person who's being like, okay, this is what the economy looks like. This is the gas. Now, if we open these reserves here yeah. and we do this, to, we audit the Fed. Maybe and, uh, maybe we stop spending a bunch of money in Ukraine. Yeah, right. We pull back all the money we're sending internationally, right? Yeah. I mean- Nobody's doing that. No, no, nobody's because that like, makes too much sense. Nobody's like, Bernie, you got some good ideas over there. Uh, yeah. Ron DeSantis, you got some good ideas. Yeah, why don't Can you we guys just, get together and yeah, talk, like, right? Uh, like, you got some fiscally good ideas. You got some good, uh, uh, maybe, like, uh, social yeah. ideas. Maybe we can work some... No, yeah. there, there's no. none of that. If no. you had a politician that came in and it's like, you know, you got good ideas, you got yeah. good ideas, how can we make this work? Yeah. It's never going to work. Yeah. I, I used to like watching The West Wing on NBC. Okay. And uh, it's very, you know, it, it Democrat admit administration, right? But it was very idealistic, right? And I sure. told Jen, I was like, you know, if it, Democrats were like that, I would actually vote for Democrats, right? Exactly. And in the final season, there's a there's a new guy who's elected president, Democrat, of course, and he does something controversial. He brings in a Republican vice president. Oh, yeah, that, because that would never happen. Yeah. Oh, I know, but then, but I'm like. If somebody did that, that would be fucking amazing. Do you know what they should do? And it's just like this. In, like, basically, Britain is kind of like this, but in their setup. But the second place person should automatically get vice president. Yeah, absolutely. Because right. then you have a balanced system there. You've got the yeah. president of one party, and his right-hand man is the other party. Yeah. And he, yeah, the president has the final say or whatever when it comes to the the executive mm -hmm. branch but he has this nagging freaking other party like mm -hmm. like nagging him on it, it'd be like having a freaking annoying wife all the time like <laughs> yeah, nagging right, you right, it's right. like no you don't want to do that are you sure you want to do it why why are you doing it that way uh yeah just i i feel like mm -hmm. maybe we would find more middle ground if yeah if that's how the party yeah. work, uh, how the presidential system works, yeah. and, and you know, I, I think it used to be like that. Really? Yeah, that I, because be. I, I think like up until GW, mm -hmm. and that's when I really think that things just divided up. Really? Yeah. Well, we're about out of time. There is some hope in the world. Always. This uh, this Newsweek article here. This is the final thing I want to point out. Says that the midterms might finally shatter America's two party system. Hmm. Here's why. Not going to get too deep in this, but apparently there's some not so two party people that are making strides in the election cycle this yeah. year. Says uh, Republicans are both hoping to gain control of the Senate and blah, blah, blah. All this stuff we've already talked about. However, there are signs that America's traditional party system, dominated almost completely by Republicans and Democrats, could start breaking down. The proportion of voters identifying as independent has increased dramatically over the past couple of decades. How many people do you think identify as independent? Like 2%? <laughs> oh, like voting-wise or like the who's identify. running? Oh, identify. They, like like voters, voters. voters who identify as independent. What percentage oh, of uh, America? I would say maybe 15%. Apparently, it's 43%. Oh. 43% of people uh, claim, at least claim, to be independent. Okay. This is ahead of Republicans at 30% and Democrats at 24%. 
it's pretty amazing. Yeah, if all those got together and stopped with this bullshit of, well, uh, if we don't vote for yeah, this person, right. this person's going to win. A vote. Yeah, if if right. we got past that wasting a vote mentality, yeah. then maybe we could make some real strides here. Right. Says a recent Arizona public opinion pulse poll carried out by Ohio Predictive found fifteen percent of fifteen percent of Arizonans are voting for uh, Libertarian candidate Mark Victor, or it's O H, not Ohio, no, oh. because it's in Arizona. Oh, but it says Nevada's Lib- Libertarian Party. So why are they pulling Arizona? Yeah, that doesn't even make sense. I I don't understand. Found fifteen percent of Arizonans are voting for Victor, who is running for Senate in Nevada. How? What is going on here? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> 15% of people in the state are voting for <laughs> this libertarian guy. Yes. Versus okay. 43% for Democrat incumbent Mark Kelly and 33% for Republican challenger Blake Masters. So I don't know what state this falls in. Yeah, but and, and I'm sorry, 15% doesn't really matter. No, but 15% <laughs> is double digits, which is it very is. rare for okay. the But does that get him on the debate stage? Is there a debate stage when it comes to Senate race, though? So I, I <laughs> No, don't I guess not. Says, there should be. Victor said polls show a fall in support by the two main parties bear out what he's seeing on the ground. He commented, people are starting to realize the two major parties aren't really that different. Neither is based on principle. They are like little kids fighting in a sandbox to get control. Yeah, that right. I mean, that's brilliant right yeah, there. You have my vote. If Arizonans can vote for you in Nevada, I can vote for you Absolutely. too. Absolutely. Anyone following politics for any length of time can see this same failed approach as tearing our country apart. That says all of it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, take it for what it is, I guess. There is, if Newsweek is coming out and saying, hey, the two-party system isn't yeah. doing so good, I mean, we'll take the win, I guess. Yeah. And, and I know we're, we're preaching to the choir here on this podcast, Obviously, but it's like, if you don't believe in somebody, don't vote for them. Don't yeah. vote for their party yes. if they're not representing you. And, and, th- and don't be like, oh, well, uh, uh, they're not them. That's yeah. not a way to, that's not a reason to vote for the, anybody. If there's not somebody that... I hardcore support. I'm not going to waste the time to go vote anymore. Yeah. I've just made that decision. It's just like, if there's nobody that I'm just like, you know, this guy stands for everything I stand for. It's not worth me leaving this house to drive to. I mean, the voter place is three blocks away and that is way, way too much gas of the expensive gas for me to drive over there to vote. So not going to do it. But but again, locally, Locally, I think sure. that's where you can affect change. Right. But yes, on a national level, yeah, yeah. You just but if they, I mean, if there's some senator out there that's like, "Look, we're going to end the Fed. We're going to yeah. end taxes." Oh fuck yeah! I don't care if he's not going to get a percent vote. I'm going to go vote for yeah. him just because oh, I fucking yeah. can. Yeah, the the whole the whole and again, I know I'm preaching the choir, but the whole wasting a vote argument is a stupid argument when yes. you get a million people saying that. I mean, I bought into it. I voted oh. for Trump the first time because of that. I didn't want Hillary Clinton to win, right, right? You know, and I was leaning more towards what I I wasn't quite where I am now, yeah. but I was leaning there. But I solely voted for Trump, a mm-hmm. because I wanted to see how this played out. <laughs> I mean, like this is gonna be good. Grab the bag of popcorn and yeah, see how right. this plays out. B, I didn't want Hillary Clinton to win. Yeah. Um, so I, I'm guilty, just as guilty of don't mm-hmm. waste the vote mentality, but right. now I'm to the point where it's like, don't waste my fucking time right. mentality. Yeah, d- more, doesn't matter. More so than don't waste the vote, yeah. don't waste my time with the same thing, the yeah. same shit, different day, different politician. Yeah. yeah. 
That is way over the time we have for this show. Yeah, what do y'all think? Didn't expect that, did you? Yeah. What do y'all think about uh, the midterms? What's going on in the world or in our country? Um, I find it odd that li- there's not a lot of people really talking about the midterms. Right. Yeah. Even though it is the most important vote of, of our this lifetime. generation. Yes, I know. I'm surprised because I really thought that they would be pumping it up big time. Well, I think they're just maybe. Maybe they think if they ignore this, like the economy, yeah. it will just work out, work itself right. out on if, both sides. Yeah, right. Yeah. Well, again, the Republicans are doing a good job of telling, saying that the Repu- or the Democrats are doing bad, but the yeah. Democrats are just like, yeah, let's. Things are great. Yeah. It's good. You know, let's it's kick good. that sixty-four yard field goal. We got this. Yeah. <laughs> let's kneel. Let's just kneel it. We got this. We're good. Yeah. It's like, but you're like. 12 points behind. Yeah, we're, we got it. Yeah, we're know, just going to kneel it. We got Biden right back here. there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he'll he'll make the right choice. Yeah, right. Yeah, we got Obama campaigning for us. Yes, which, again, is yeah. their only Hail uh, Mary. Buzzkill. Wait, what? What do you say? <laughs> That's a good thing, right? Yeah. Did he just blast wokeism? Yeah. We didn't want that. Yeah. That's all I got for this. Make sure you check us out all over the social medias. Share it far, far and wide across the interwebs, the webospheres, the web webiverse, all those things, the social medias. You can find us at Break the Bell Pod. That's our handle on all the major platforms: Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Otherwise, uh, like I said, check out our merch store at BreakTheBell.BigCartel.com. If you want to be a Patreon member and get access to bonus content, which I haven't released in a while, I need to do that. Um, Go to patreon.com forward slash break the bill and you can become a member, have access to different merch options as well as some bonus content. Um, otherwise, join us this weekend for the weekend wrap up, which is inevit- inevitably where we wrap up your week in the news. Um, otherwise, the, uh, the Two Scoops morning show is on every Tuesday and Thursday as long as we feel like doing it that week. Um, that's me and my brother Dan Smots at the System is Down podcast. That's 7 a.m. Central Standard Time. It's a little 20-minute segment of news where we just bullshit, kind of like we do here, but shorter. Um, Otherwise, be back here next Monday, same time, same channel, 7 p.m. Central Standard Time for another awesome show. Have a great rest of your week. Peace. We'll talk to you next time. Goodbye. The Break the Bell podcast is brought to you by you. So pat yourself on the back, because without you, we would be talking to ourselves. A special thanks to our Patreon members, Justin Zielinski, Remzo Martinez, Stephanie Parker, and T.O. Jacobson. A shout-out to our sponsors, Run Your Mouth Coffee, the On The Run Podcast, and Goulash Media. If you'd like to help support us, visit patreon.com slash breakthebell, or buy our garbage at breakthebell.bigcartel.com. Get back here next week and let us continue to invade your ear holes. And as always, never stop talking.